listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Beers on the bucket. Feel free to log into the Wi-Fi. No password, obviously. Thor, he's back. That kid on the TV just called me a dickhead again. Noob Master. Yeah, Noob Master 69. Called me a dickhead. Noob Master, hey, it's Thor again. You know, the God of Thunder? Listen, buddy, if you don't log off this game immediately, I'm gonna fly over to your house, come down to that basement you're hiding in, rip off your arms and shove them up your butt! Oh, that's right, yes, go cry to your father, you little weasel! Thank you, Thor. Hey, let me know if it bothers you again, okay? Thank you very much, Ogre. Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode 43, 3,000 downloads edition celebration. We have had T-John for 1,000, 2,000, now 3,000. And this makes a lot of sense because of the movie that we're doing. You'll get that here in a little bit. Avengers Endgame. You didn't see it in the title. Right, no. Avengers Avengers Endgame. Uh, Of course, back-to-back with Infinity War. We did that... uh, if you're listening to this, you're this is coming out a week after uh, Infinity War. But guys, we're recording twice in one week. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Look at us though, getting together on Zoom, it's, just talking it's about late, movies. It's late at night. Yeah, it's eleven. It's eleven p.m. Central Time. This is this is very dumb. But Tej is just relaxing. It's like nine o'clock out there. Yeah, I was gonna say it's huh. like nine o'clock here. I'm I'm doing pretty good. Whatever, man. No. Um, <laughs> Teach now has access to every drug ever made. Oh yeah, that is true. Congratulations! <laughs> no, I don't live in Oregon anymore. I don't live in Oregon anymore. I live in California now. So, I oh, so what did I say? Oh, damn! <laughs> you can't go visit Teach for you cocaine can't, parties. Cannot go do <laughs> cocaine and heroin parties with me. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, we still can. It's just yeah, but yeah. It'll we can't just be It'll be criminalized. <laughs> Teach. Other than that, how you doing? I saw your uh, your just talking about PS5 and things that we can't have because we're broke boys, like on the, on oh Twitter. I'm so excited for PS5. I'm just going to basically lock myself in my house for like a week straight playing PS5 games and losing to little kids online. It's <laughs> it's going to be incredible. So I'm pretty good otherwise, man. Just waiting for my PS5 to show up so I can be really happy. Hope that doesn't get stolen <sighs> off your porch like they were talking about on Twitter today. Where they're like, they're shipping it in the <laughs> original box. Just like, yeah, that won't get taken. I'll be forced <laughs> to shoot someone. I don't want to have to shoot anybody, but I will shoot someone. Cops Shit, now I'm scared. What? what? I reroute it. Well, so I got... You got a PS5? The, no, I got the Series X. I was going to say, well, still, the oh, same thing applies. Oh, my- oh, they'll start getting, they'll start getting delivered today. You you might get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ordered off Amazon and I got an email this morning that was like, hey, you're not getting it today. I was like, okay. And then like the next one, I was like, there's a chance based on stock and what time you ordered it that you may not be able to get yours until like December 30th. And I was like, okay. What? <laughs> wow. Thanks, Jeff Bezos. You'd be like, I live right next to the Amazon. <laughs> like, I will come I and pick it up. It is, it is two miles down the road. It's a fulfillment center. Yeah, just be like, I'm I I'm I'm gonna just come knock on the door real quick. Sir, we don't have it. No, 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 no. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, let me in. I'm gonna go look for myself. Let me in. Um <laughs> I'll be one of those people that are like at old navy. They're like, no, let me in the back room. I want to see what sizes you have. 
season thank you i paid so much money for these things yeah but i guess dex and i are just broke boys broke boys um that's me (laughs) yeah i hate to see it all right so avengers endgame let's get into it because this uh you know because this is a three hour and one minute movie guys you down for the marathon three hour one minute podcast we got to do it (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna do a detailed breakdown minute by minute minute by minute all right no um, every single easter egg ugh. <laughs> all right so avengers endgame came out in 2019 has an 8.4 on imdb the exact same as infinity war uh rated pg-13 really? of course because we can't have you know r in with with the mouse can't have r with uh disney three hours one minute long and we all i remember everyone on twitter saying fucking give that to us <laughs> give us yeah. give us i said i was like break it up i'll have give us a five-hour movie now oh, yeah. looking back yeah, on it yeah, yeah. that was no don't do that but like i'll take it for i would take a lonesome dove like <laughs> yeah give it a mini series of avengers endgame which is apparently <laughs> what they're just gonna do with the justice league which is so stupid but um so After devastating events of Avengers Infinity War, the universe is in ruins. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers assemble once more in order to reverse Thanos' actions and restore balance to the universe. But all of it mostly takes place on Earth. Uh, Directors Anthony and Joe Russo, the Russo brothers, written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who also did uh, Infinity War, and 14 other credits because it's based on, again based on the comics written by Stan Lee and yada, yada, yada. Stars, everyone in Hollywood. (laughs) Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner is actually in this movie. Uh, Don Cheadle, Paul Rudd, Benedict Cumberbatch, Chadwick Boseman, Brie Larson, Tom Holland, Karen Gillian, Zoe Saldana, uh, Evangeline Lilly. There's more people that are in this movie than there were actually in Infinity War, which is actually saying something because duh but it's crazy tessa thompson uh renee russo elizabeth olsen anthony mackie sebastian stan tom hiddleston uh benedict wong dave batista uh john slattery as howard stark tilda swinton um john favreau makes an appearance Haley atwell natalie portman comes back Marissa Tomei makes an appearance. Taika watiti's in it angela bassett michael douglas michelle pfeiffer william hurt uh, um, Sean Gunn is on set rocket Linda Cardellini RIP and uh, of course Vin Diesel Bradley Cooper and Robert Redford who was said to have retired and he was just in this movie so you know that's how much pull they had of course Samuel L. Jackson Chris Pratt Josh Brolin uh, Gwyneth Paltrow Wait, so, so why did you RIP Linda Cardellini because she dies in this movie Oh, I thought you've been like oh, in, real in life. the movie. No. I was like, bro, she is very no. much alive. Come on, guys. <laughs> guys, get with the come on. Um, was, like, I was very worried. I was like, did I miss news? Yeah, lost Alex Trebek like two days ago. I don't know what's happening anymore. I just dropped if I broke the news that Linda Cardellini and <laughs> untimely passing. Um, had a budget of $356 million, and none of that mattered. Do you want to know why? Because it made the most money ever in box office history. 
Um, and I think I, I helped. Yeah, same. Yeah. I was there for for two or three of those showings. And uh, of course, it passed the most okay movie of all time, Avatar. Oh, <laughs> God. Thank God. Thank God. That In happened. my mind, I like two days ago, I pieced together. I was like, Disney currently owns the stable of the most gross films of all time. Yeah, because uh, Titanic was Fox, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, of course, this has a this got better ratings than um, Infinity War, which is surprising. Uh, it has a seventy eight Metascore, which is pretty higher than the uh, I think sixty four that Infinity War had, uh, and it has a ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety percent audience score. Exciting, entertaining, and emotionally impactful Avengers Endgame does whatever it takes to deliver a satisfying finale to Marvel's epic Infinity Saga. Of course, it was nominated for one Oscar. Uh, best actor in a leading role. No, I'm kidding. Um, best achievement in visual effects. Top rated movie number 75 of all time on IMDb. This movie's really rated higher than Infinity War on all those aggregate websites. Yeah. Infinity War that, is weirdly rated lower than you That expect. is wild. Mm-hmm. That is wild to me. Fans have it as the same or maybe higher, but critics... Uh, actually liked in game more and we'll definitely get into that because i think i dropped in the in the episode before this in the infinity war that i liked infinity war and more now going back and looking at it oh no we have to talk about it so there's a couple things oh, you're that I, crazy you know you're it's crazy it's tough man this movie is so good um this movie you know, is so fucking good yeah uh so there's a couple things that i want to touch on is just the scope of this movie um the scope of the MCU as a whole, and then where do they go from here? And I think we can touch on all three of those points as we, and we will touch on all three of those points as we progress along because we don't do any podcasts less than two hours. But uh, so Tej, like always start with the desk, desk, start with a guest, (laughs) give us your rating and review, give it a letter grade. What do you think? Uh, This is an A movie. Uh, it's not an A plus movie like Infinity War, but this is an A movie. Uh, three hours is a very long runtime, and uh, you feel the three hours of this film. It's not like it's three hours of seamless fun and you just nonstop. But there's so much good stuff in this movie. The performances are great. You know, we all knew walking into the movie theater to go see this movie for the first time that all the characters were going to come back. We knew that, or most of them at least. Uh, we knew that. And they still did a very good job of splitting the people up and having them do different things. The bit of revisiting the old movies and taking you back through your favorite scenes with twists is <coughs> really good. And uh, this film is awesome. This is it's it's fun. It's got levity. It's got emotional performances. It's it's a great send off to Robert Downey Jr. It's a pretty good send off for Chris Evans and. Uh, well, I guess Black Widow's technically not sent off because she's now going to get a prequel, but it's a send off for Black Widow. Um, leaving it off where Thor's going to be with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I cannot fucking wait to see Guardians 3 with Thor in it. It's going to be up for that. Yes. It's, that shit's going to be amazing. So this movie's damn good. Uh, there's not much that I can say about it from a rating standpoint. It's really good. People really loved it, and I understand why it was fun as hell. 
You know, it's funny you say about the runtime and we all wanted that because I mean, we've been on this journey for 12 years, starting with Iron Man by the time or 11 years by the time this came out. So we all, I think everybody was clamoring for it. And when you were in the theater, I remember being like, Ooh, all right, this one's a, yeah, this one's a long one. <laughs> and, uh, but sitting down and watching it at home, I don't, I don't, I think the time flew by at home. I don't know what the difference was. Maybe it was being able to get up and like get something from the fridge or something like that, but it really went. Um, now is there a bunch of stuff that they definitely could have cut out of it? Yes. Yeah, yes. probably. But, um, yeah, anyway, uh, Dex, go ahead, man. You love this movie. You're right. I fucking love this movie. And I actually feel the opposite way about watching it at home versus watching it in the theater. In the theater, like, the three hours flew by for me each time that I saw it. I think I saw it three times in theaters. Uh, but, yeah, watching it at home, knowing every single thing that was about to come, like, it it did kind of drag on a little bit, especially, like, the first hour or so of the movie felt a little unnecessary watching it at home i was just kind of had it on i wasn't really paying that much attention to the first hour but i still fucking love this movie man it's about as good of a movie as you can make (laughs) um like like blockbuster wise obviously like if you want to do some other like you know martin scorsese shit you can do that but you know as far as the amusement park movies go this is about as good as you can do that they nailed every bit of fan service there's something here for everybody. Even if you only know bits and pieces of the MCU, like you still get a lot out of this movie. Uh, I think they balance that really well with, you know, paying off a bunch of little stuff for the hardcore fans who remember every single fucking detail down to, you know, Tony Stark liking cheeseburgers. Uh, you know, so there's something here for everybody. As far as, you know, comparing this movie to Infinity War, I think Infinity War is a better movie on its own but Endgame as an event is just on another level than any other movie has ever been on at least in my lifetime that I can think of like there's no there's no other series that went on with this many movies for this amount of time and you know paid off in this kind of a way so I like Endgame more even though I do now think that Infinity War is a better movie, like standalone. But uh, yeah, I still give Endgame an A plus. It's it's fucking amazing. I love it. It is it is interesting that the the better movie versus the better event thing is always interesting because in, in, and I don't even know where I stand with that. I'm gonna have to think about that before I talk about it. But like before I talk about the the that in my review, but I, I, the, the scope of this movie is just unchallenged. It is bananas. How many people are in this movie? Everyone yeah, is in this movie. It doesn't feel like anybody got gypped, like watching it back. Like you get what you need out of everyone. And like, I didn't, you know, watching it in the theaters, we didn't know about Chadwick Boseman at the time. Like, obviously, like, he kept that secret until he died. But, you know, watching it back now, it's like, damn, he really wasn't in that much of the movie. But watching it in the theater, I still felt, you know, like I got the Black Panther out of it that I wanted. 
So, you know, going back and watching it now, like knowing what we know about Chadwick Boseman and his untimely death, like it's still crazy that they made everybody feel like they were, everybody had their moment in this movie and it's kind of insane that they were able to pull that off with so many characters. Everybody had a close up, which is like for all of these A-list actors is incredible. But uh, yeah. you talked about the first half of the movie, the first hour of the movie. It, it, you are right when you get into the bat. We'll talk about it more. But when you get into that, like the time heist part of this, this movie starts to fly by. The first one is like, well, what is time travel? I don't know. Here's some tacos, like that sort of stuff. And you're like, all right, let's cut some of this down a little yeah, bit. Let's let's speed it up, guys. Let's let's go. This was fun the first time, but now. <laughs> all right, Jake, go ahead, man. I'm now like thinking about all the criticisms that I had to bring up to stave this review so it could be three hours long as we promised do you think <laughs> at the ending Captain when he had to return all the stones had to have an awkward conversation with Red Skull like hey man uh, so this Either. is weird right <laughs> remember when you were remember when you are a Nazi and now you're just like a ghost thing uh, <laughs> my friend's still down there <laughs> hey, if I give you this back, can we have Black Widow? No, all right, this is weird. Um, no, I, I don't think there's anything. Okay, I can thanks. Really... Bye. Okay, bye. I gotta go. You had to stay here. Sorry, man. Again, you were a Nazi. Bye. Um, no, I, I don't think there's anything I can really say about this film that hasn't been said a billion times over. I mean, this is this is our Star Wars, which is something that we said, you know, when we did Infinity War, is that like this is our generations big cinematic blockbuster event and i'm very excited <clears throat> for when this eventually is topped because to top endgame you're gonna have to do something magnificent i'm talking like it's got to be a 4d it's got to be an audience experience in vr like it's got to change my life because <clears throat> topping endgame is is such a feat everyone gets an iron man suit <laughs> <laughs> you actually get to you get a part in the movie that's the only way to top this right. um and we're going to talk about like where the series goes after this, and I don't, I don't know what the new cycle is going to look like. I don't, I don't know what that feels like, but I have a hard time imagining that whatever comes next is going to be better than this because this is like, this is the epitome of a blockbuster film now. Like this is the new gold standard. This is the marquee that everybody has to beat or at least set their like eyes to. You know, it was Titanic, and then it was avatar and then it was infinity war now it's this like there's there's this is such a high bar of what a good blockbuster film is in terms of actual story i kind of secretly love this way more than i think i'm ready to admit and i think it's because i i, I love it as a heist film i love it as a victory lap for all the characters i mean this is truly just a swan song for you know iron man captain america black widow it's just a victory lap and we disguised it as a superhero film and a heist film. And that's incredible. Um, that being said, I think the final battle is a little underwhelming. Like, I think as it's long fun. as you think it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, it's everybody passing the gauntlet and then posing and saying cool kick ass lines, but it's a battle without levity. Um, but it's still effing cool. I mean, we just had to accept Doctor Strange, one of the most powerful Marvel heroes, is left being a human dam that whole fight. <laughs> He's a boy with his finger in the dam for the rest. <laughs> he becomes he becomes Avatar, as in like the animated series. 
Oh. You just yeah, yeah, it's a water bed. Water. That's that's all he gets to do. Um, but still, like I, you know, there I can I can gush about how this is just a fantastic piece of cinema, and I think this is a movie that will and should be studied for years to come. But on a personal level, like this is this is just a great film. This is a movie that no matter what, I will watch it. I will be a seventy-year-old man, much like my parents are still gushing about the time they remember Star Wars. I'll be like, I remember where I was when I saw Endgame. Get out of here, old man. <laughs> <laughs> we have Iron Man suits now. We this actually fly. We have superhero pills. That and the fact that the final line Iron Iron Man was improv is mind blowing to me because that feels like something that should be written in a script, but it wasn't. It's so was good. It, was it improv? So I good. felt like he there was something like he didn't want to say that. No, it was straight from him. Which yeah. is just so it, good. It feels like something that belonged in the script. Like it feels like something yeah. like, well, yeah, we, before you snap, you get to say your tagline, but no. <laughs> and I am thirsty. Like <laughs> <laughs> I spent a, a long time like thinking like what could he say? And if they like tried to keep it close to home, if they like he said, I love you three thousand and then snap, that would be wild. Looking Thanos in the eyes, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so what, are the, what are the critiques of this movie that you have because i have a lot even though i really really love the movie i have no so yeah, yeah, yeah i i absolutely love like um really it's more just like continuity and questions of that nature um they really do not like they brush over the time highest part of this movie like so it's like you can't change your past or you can't change your future we've we've established this how well, uh, and it's just like, yeah. Um, uh, what? I like the idea of it. Instead of explaining the time travel part of this movie, they just have the characters reference different films that have time travel in them. Be like, no, none of that shit makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Let's do the time. Yeah, part. that's all bullshit. Everything you think you know about time travel, bullshit. Yeah. We're not doing that. <laughs> the new movie, guys. And they make a kill baby Hitler joke in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I will say I do love the uh, Field of Dreams moment between Robert Downey Jr. and John Slatterly. Let's just talk about ourselves, Dad. Um, Hug it out. (laughs) Yeah, hug it out. The whole random portion that, oh, by the way, Jarvis comes from his driver's name. Right. Like, all right, thanks for that throw. Yeah, some of the critiques that I have, I guess, uh, what would you give it, Jake? Oh, it's an A. Like, this is... As, as much as, like, I have criticisms and questions about continuity and, like, the whole just accept it for what it is, like, this is, I absolutely adore this movie. This is the biggest cinema event of my life. Of course, far. yeah, of course we'll get into, like, I have a ton of notes because, duh, like, we'll start shitting on this movie. Don't don't worry, folks, if you're 25 minutes in, well, we're going to start shitting on this movie pretty soon. But uh, I think it sucks for Joe and Anthony Russo because yes, they're super rich and they will always have a place in Hollywood, Hollywood lore and history because of this movie. But they also just can't make anything better or bigger. No, they literally cannot. Unless like they have to somehow be in charge of bringing back Iron Man and bringing back Captain America and joining them up with this new cast that like they cast them with that, then they cannot top this, which sucks for their career. But like, these are also dudes that just started doing community. So I don't know if they give a shit, but yeah. um, 
No, I, I, this is something that you will do. Like you were saying, you will tell your, your children or grandchildren or whoever, a person on the street when you're, <laughs> when I'm senile. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Infinity War. No one. No. <laughs> I cried when old man Captain America handed over his shield. <laughs> That's my old I smell voice. cinnamon rolls. Um, oh the, no, the, the thing about this movie is it was such an event. And I think my criticism was this is my in my own personal experience i remember seeing it in the theater and i remember being so blown away by infinity war that i felt that it was going to be hard to top what they did in it and i think i was underwhelmed because of that because i had never seen anything like infinity war and then when you see endgame it's like i kind of seen a little bit of this mm-hmm. before now going back and watching it the it's more fun than infinity war i feel like especially the back half of it is definitely more fun than infinity war for sure um the front half of it is dark uh but once you get to the time heist it becomes very campy yeah which yeah it's a very weird tone like all the jokes land and then the emotional weight of it with iron man and uh i don't know so much about black widow hitting but like it still it still hits because you you you're with these people. I one criticism that I had, and this is I just had this movie ruined for me by Twitter. I just I just had some asshole was just like Iron Man and uh, Black Widow die, and then deleted the tweet oh. as to like say like he never tweeted it. So uh, wow, screw that guy. Um, this is your fault though for for having a life and not going to the midnight screening of Avengers Endgame that's true because I I went to like the next day well you shouldn't have a life but the rest of us were there at midnight oh my god dude I was there opening night first screening no spoilers just I think I saw this on Saturday so I had to wait like two and a half days dude I was avoiding that shit like I, I, I can't even make like Russell Wilson avoids a rush. Like I was just like, <laughs> I was trying so hard to get away from the pressure and I just got sacked. I got po- sacked. Yeah. The pocket, the pocket collapsed. immediately collapses. Yeah. Just in the last second too. last second. Hail Mary. I was nearly you're there. Just, you're just deep searching for Tyler Lockett. He's nowhere to be found. <laughs> DK's covered. No, but the, um, that ruined it for me, but it's even with that, it's still packed a punch. Like I got, I had the I had the tear. I had the RDJ tear come down Absolutely. my face whenever he uh whenever he went. And you know the like <clears throat> the weight of these movies when they don't have like a final scene or whatever and they just have the scroll of them signing their autograph and everyone in the Ooh, theater yeah, is just yeah. going like fuck yeah like yeah, yeah. that's uh, yeah that's a powerful moment. That's such a power move too to end this with their signatures. But, you know, with all of that being said, it, like you said, the, the ending battle is dope and them coming through the portals has all this emotional weight and, it, and people will probably say that that is the most memorable thing of any Marvel movie, probably. 100%. 100%. Um, and it has all this emotional weight. To get from A to B, though, there is some stuff and, and I begged for it on Twitter. I wanted a long movie, but there's just some stuff you could have cut out. That's really my main gripe is that one, the story is sort of doesn't make that much sense. They don't explain the time travel other than this is what it is. 
and they don't really they have pseudoscience for it like stuff that we, I mean, it's a it's a comic book movie like what are we supposed to do like yeah. supposed to break it down like like it, a poopy pants nerd but like i you know i don't know honestly it it's because it comes out of nowhere it's a concept that's out of how many films 22 films before yeah. this the time travel has never come up once like scott like, like a lot of the stuff with ant-man i love ant-man i actually mm -hmm. really enjoy his movies and i enjoy paul rudd but um speaking of teach had some interesting paul rudd takes today on twitter like oh man uh <laughs> about <laughs> clueless we won't talk about it but uh the the half the stuff with paul rudd like explaining in a way and testing some stuff and doing some of that stuff almost could have been cut out i feel like i don't know we all knew that he was in the quantum realm when the snap happens they could have literally yeah. started his part of the story when he gets to the other avengers and tells them what happened so it's like mm -hmm. there's so much and i understand why like the robert downey jr stuff is in there to establish the kid to establish the family to you know say love you 3000 that stuff has to stay but like almost everything else in that first hour literally doesn't have to be there as if we didn't love rdj like already yeah exactly. you know what i mean <laughs> just like let's throw yeah. in a kid like, you're gonna cry <laughs> okay but i mean like the first time you watch oh, it yeah. all that stuff yeah. being there doesn't really bother you no no no, no. and like on rewatch it's like okay like we, we can we can speed through this no 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 and the like the first watch through as a theater experience this movie this movie hits hard and like everything is perfect but then going back you're like wait a minute how did everybody in san francisco erect a monument to five billion people <laughs> and somehow get all of their names <laughs> might have just been san francisco but yeah, it could be does every city have that <laughs> the two most pointless things in this movie were are one uh making making anthony mackie cap which i will talk a lot about when we get to that part of the film but that's my least favorite part Ooh, i think you have two, some thoughts oh my god dude but two having them go kill thanos at the beginning of the movie is the like I, it there's no reason for it to be there like there's literally no if we're gonna do time travel anyway we could have just done time travel without thanos actually being dead like the like the whole well then there's two thanos though and then there's i yeah. just i hated that so much because it's like we all everyone sitting in the theater knew like oh shit thanos died i've only been in the movie theater for 35 minutes that's probably not the end of thanos like we we knew that something was going to happen we didn't know it was going to be time travel yet but like we knew either thanos wasn't actually dead or he's going to come back like i just thought it was like it was just so watching it on rewatch i was just like this is the most like it doesn't make any it didn't give me anything to see Thanos's head get cut off. It did nothing for me. You bring up a really good point, and I forgot about this point, and I think I wrote it down in my notes, is that th that they go from the, the thing that I don't like from Infinity War to this movie, and Infinity War is an all-time performance by a villain in a movie with Josh Brolin. Oh, my but, God. He's uh, so awesome. But they make him, and it's no fault of their own because there's a lot of time is spent with just the Avengers trying to get the Infinity Stones back they make him more of a two-dimensional and we, we don't get a lot of time with Thanos again. Like this isn't a, like the infinity war is a Thanos movie. This <laughs> he's just sort of there to try and I don't know, be a hindrance at the end of the movie. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't get, he's like, he's like a traditional villain, like Marvel villain in this movie where he's just like the foil. Whereas literally infinity war is like a Thanos showcase. It's yeah. like, Holy shit, this is Thanos' movie. Like, Josh Brolin Josh took the movie over. 
Yeah. And and obviously, you don't get that from the last one. Yeah. And that's sort of a downer for, for me um, upon, upon rewatch for that is because it, it, he's such a great grand villain that, you know, uh, the likes of which, which you probably haven't seen since, I don't know, the Joker in the Dark Knight or something like that. And, uh, you know, pick, pick one. But the, he, he almost becomes like, uh, the first Iron Man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Obadiah staying in the first Iron Man where he's just like the final bad guy, like in a video game. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, no. And I, I, I think infinity war Thanos is, is much more terrifying because every move he makes is extremely thought out and plotted. Like he never missteps, even when there's like something that gets in the way e.g. the Avengers, he has a backup plan. He can get around it. He's still undefeatable. Whereas in-game Thanos, he's just evil and just does things because he wants it done. He kind of also gets washed a little bit in this final fight. Mm -hmm. Well, we watched him fight with six Infinity Stones, and then we have to watch him now fight with no Infinity Stones. (laughs) And it's hard to, how do you give us the same stakes? Yeah. But he's got the Darth Maul dual wheel blade going for him. What did Dex? What <laughs> that did you blade was awesome. The he got is, a bit off, man. That shit is fire. That gold <laughs> suit. <laughs> him just sitting there, posted up, waiting for them to come to him. Like that. Such that was bad. Move. That was a power move. That, that was, was badass. You could not live with your own failure. Right back to me. But we didn't get that many <laughs> Thanos bars in in, that, in this movie. But that's that one's really yeah. that one's up there with the best Thanos bars. When you that live with your own failure, that shit was amazing. When they drop that in the trailer, though, you're just like, ooh, like that 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 one's gonna tingle up your spine. But yeah, I think that I I would still probably give this movie. I don't want to be middleman Dan here, but like the I think hard gave, C from you. It's a hard C. F minus. Um, I think <laughs> we'll not watch it ever again. This movie stunk. No, the um, I think I'll probably I'll probably I'll probably give this one an A A as well with Infinity War. It's it's equal to or better than infinity war which is surprising because i really do love infinity war like it's probably my favorite superhero movie but watching this over it is just it is a better movie i think than infinity war to me who's got the number one pick in the draft because i'm already i'm already based on the what you're saying about this movie strategizing isn't it i got the first pick i think i know who he's picking i know who he's picking i think it's Dex, you, Royden, me. Good. That second pick is yeah, going to be the sweet right. spot. I'm getting the I'm getting the Kevin Durant in this draft. <laughs> yeah. Dex, yeah. Teach, Royden. I've been stressing about my first pick, honestly, all day. I've been like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what lit to up on Twitter. Oh no, I had to turn. I'm I'm playing from the heart now. I'm not playing. I'm not playing for power. Can I uh, ask y'all what y'all think about? Fat Thor and Professor Hulk; those were two of the guys want to get that into I thought that. people didn't like. You yeah, want to get into I, that right I, now. okay. Okay, go ahead, Teach. Go off. Okay, son. so go off. I, I'm I'm off the I'm on the other side of this. I have a lot of critiques of this movie. I and I could live or I don't need Fat Thor. I thought it was fine, but I fucking love the Professor Hulk stuff. That shit is so funny to me when he's sitting in the diner and he's doing the thing with the kids and taking the selfie with the kids <laughs> and they don't want to take a selfie with Ant-Man and then when they go to New York 
and he's like, well, you got to like smash some stuff. And he's like, oh, God. He's like, stuff. that shit is hilarious to me. But I know a lot of people don't like Professor Hulk. And if you're like a Hulk stan, I can understand why you don't like Professor Hulk. But I thought that shit was hilarious. I fucking loved it. There is a weird uncanny valley, though, with Professor Hulk for me. Yeah. Like, he looks fine. Like, it looks fine. Everything in this movie looks great. That should be said about this movie is like the effects are wild. How great it is now some of the final effects with thanos kind of look like a video game cutscene. we can talk about that but the uh <laughs> the professor hulk looks good but there is like a weird uncanny valley where i'm like that just green mark ruffle like what is this i don't yeah so my issue with uh professor i hate hulk... i hate that H thor though sorry go ahead yeah i hate fat thor so hard <laughs> even though it's our banner picture it's yeah. still <laughs> <laughs> um no, my issue with Professor Hulk is they're never consistent with his size. So when um, he gives the taco to Ant-Man, he's massive. He's like an eight foot giant. But when they time travel and they're in New York, he's like he's neck and neck with Captain America. Like he's just a standard <laughs> six foot dude. It's like, wait, what? Uh, the the also, diner scene just, is funny when he's like, take take the goddamn phone <laughs> yeah yeah I wrote you should not fit in that, that building scene. sir um i wrote down i did write down hulk in a cardigan is funny hilarious where is he getting his clothes <laughs> is it just the high end big and tall biggest and tallest <laughs> biggest hulk only um i also i just don't like that his character consistency isn't there suddenly professor hulk is now dumb like he gets the basic premises of most science, whereas like the previous films with Bruce Banner is like he's this conflicted science scientist that knows too much. He knows everything. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, he experimented on himself and now he has to live with the consequences of you know the burden of knowledge. Whereas in Endgame, he's just breezy all of a sudden and he's like, Oh, we can time travel, we don't have to, I don't care. Yeah. Hey, Tony Stark has to come in and be like, duh, dumbass, you didn't like <laughs> Tony Stark runs one computer simulation and figures out time travel. Right. Yeah, Tony Stark's <laughs> fucking around on a smart board in his living room and <laughs> figures out time travel. Hey, Friday, if I put two plus two, does it equal four? Yes, it does. Oh, shit, oh, that's oh, time travel. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, this, this didn't happen. Fat Thor to me. Okay. The jokes... Everyone seemed to hate Fat Thor. I like, don't... I feel like that differentiates between the kid Thor fans... And the adult fans, because the kid fans love Fat Thor, but I had no issue with it, but I understand why people hate Fat Thor. Well, there's adults hate that shit. There is a weird thing here because it's the 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 jokes are there. The jokes are very funny. Like the what well, do you know what's coursing through my veins right now? It's like cheese whiz. Like when he falls asleep with his like like our Twitter header, he falls asleep with his hand in his pants, like in a beard. Like that's funny. New master 69 or whatever is like is that all those Taika Waititi jokes are really, really funny, but yeah. the, the, how they play it off is he's a depressed, like there's a better way if they wanted to make it more weight, no pun intended, more <laughs> weight to his, to his depression and his guilt. There's a better way to do it than to make him fat, you know, because then yeah. it starts to take away from how serious he feels about, about, him losing yeah. half of his population or That's his mom dying or anything like that because they try to do that and Hemsworth tries his best it, it's it's not great but like Hemsworth 
I don't think Hemsworth's a bad actor, but he tries his best with that. And it's just not there. And I think part of the reason is for me is because he just got this big fat tummy and he's just sitting there just like, we just had a joke about him, you know, eating guac off of his belly or something like that. Like, it's not yeah. like, you know, wh which one are we going for here? And the fact that they keep him fat for the entire movie <laughs> is, after making these one-off jokes God. is such a choice. When he's dual wielding the axe and the hammer and he gets struck by the lightning, gets the super beard, like everybody in the theater was immediately let down to find out, no, he's still fat. Yeah, he's just got I like thought fat armor going on. To, he's a, literally a god. Like they they could easily write something that would make him get back into shape, at least before the final fight. I find it weird that they god. kept him fat. That's yeah, weird that hell. was like, really my issue is, and honestly, I think because it is a Disney film and we start this movie. We really need to get the notes, but we start this movie on the heaviest of notes mm -hmm. on the home front, like watching granted it's Hawkeye, but Hawkeye at home, not being an Avenger. Was he really an Avenger? Um, losing people. So we get to like, see it from an actual point of view. So we have to like balance it out with something funny. And I think they went too far into Ragnarok Thor where everything was a little bit silly and the stakes really weren't that high, except for, you know, losing Asgard at the end. But yeah, I'm okay with it. Like I'm okay with them leaning pretty heavily into, of course he's Norse. So he's going to drink beer like it's water and he's going to get fat off that. and He's going to be depressed, dude. I don't understand why he's super into Fortnite all of a sudden. I don't, I don't know who that was poking fun at or why that was included, but I, I don't know why the internet's still going on after half the population is gone, but sure. I was going to say, why were the Fortnite devs like five years later? We're not going to make a new game, but we're going to keep Fortnite going for forever. We're for these people. They need it. God, imagine. Like the NCAA um, 14 servers. They just have to keep them up. Yeah, basically. They just kept the servers up. But Meek, looked like, Meek and Cork, like they're having a great time. And Meek and Cork seemed Hawaiian like really cool shirts. friends, but they weren't like. They weren't like, you know, like maybe Thor shouldn't be so depressed. Beacon and Cork were just like go with the flow kind of friends. But I need my guys to step up and really try to help help his mental health. They yeah, nah, Beacon and Cork have seen some things, bro. They were on that prison yeah. planet for forever. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Fuck your problems. It's like a weird prison. We were uh, also on that ship too, don't you know? So yeah. we're just going to ride this one out. Well, it's also weird. It goes against Tessa Thompson's character as Valkyrie to just accept that Thor is going to be fat and lazy and do nothing. Like, I mean, and it is, it, it's a stark contrast from Ragnarok, Tessa Thompson, who just drank and didn't give a shit. But like, you think you would immediately kick Thor's ass and be like, no, I've been there. You're not doing this. We have to save our community. We have to save the earth. I just have my, yeah, my just whole problem with it is by the end when we're supposed to like, they're still making jokes at his expense when he's trying to like put on the glove. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just like, to me, that doesn't carry the same. It's funny. I laughed at every single one of the jokes. Those are yeah. just dumb jokes, but like, I don't know. I, I think the emotion, you can do the emotional weight. You can do the alcoholism and things like that, but it's just having the big, because we know, and also we know Chris Hemsworth looks like a literal God. Yeah. So yeah. that's part of the joke. But I just think it carries more weight if you just, if he, you allow him to try to act through it instead of giving him the aid. And I think it was something probably him and Taika Waititi, they're really leaning on everybody loved Thor Ragnarok. 
mm-hmm. let's just keep doing funny shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. They they definitely made the choice. Like, cause the first two Thor movies, Thor was like this kind of serious dude. Like there were jokes in it, obviously, but he wasn't yeah. like in on the jokes as much as he was in Ragnarok. So they yeah. turned all the comedy sliders way up in Ragnarok and then they just kept them there for this movie. I don't really have a problem with Fat Thor because I mean that's gonna go away as we keep going in mm-hmm. Thor movies, and that's part of my <laughs> problem with Professor going. Hulk. Like Professor Hulk, he's gonna be Professor Hulk for forever, and like the rest of the MCU movies, he's good, in, uh, good, whatever good, those good. might be. And I'm like, eh, I don't know how I'm gonna enjoy <laughs> the CGI Mark Ruffalo person yeah. thing for <laughs> other movies. Like I feel like it's gonna get weird and tired eventually. I don't want to see another serious Thor film or a serious Hulk film. I want them both plopped into Guardians of the Galaxies and just used for jokes. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I just love them. I just, I just love it so much, man. Well, the thing with Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be amazing. Him and I cannot the, fucking that wait. Cast, that, him and that cast have some fucking great chemistry. Like even even like at the end of the movie, Infinity War trade yeah. back and forth, fire. Uh, Even at the end of the movie when him and Chris Pratt were going at it, which actually kind of carries some weird weight now, but like just sitting there. It's wild for them in an Infinity War to be roasting Chris Pratt for being uh, maybe chubby, I guess, and then they never acknowledge Fat Thor. No, like Evan. Like you, you would have thought <laughs> nah, Star Lord. Just, just like thought so. Whoop your ass though. You would have yeah. thought Star Lord. We, we can get the knives. <laughs> you would have thought Star Lord's first reaction when Fat Thor entered the ship. They'd be like, oh, so I did lose weight, or like make some pun about that. Well, the way that they've leaned into Thor in this thing is it's yeah. silly. Like, it's silly to have a Norse god amongst all of these normal people. And same with same with Hulk. You know what I mean? Like the only people yeah. with actual superpowers, like Captain Marvel and things like that. It's it's silly. It's funny, like you. It's so leaning into it makes a lot of sense. I just, I just think after the few one-off jokes, it, it came at a price for me as far because the movie got serious. You know what I mean? Well, serious. That, there's not a whole lot of payoff, and I don't, I don't necessarily think it deserved a payoff because Hemsworth is going to be Fat Thor and sexy Thor for another 50 movies because I don't think Hemsworth cares and wants to keep this train going as opposed to like Chris Evans. Yeah, he's smart. Yeah. Keep the gravy train. Just keep just keep doing it. Immediately seeing Chris Evans and knives out, I was like, oh no, that's 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 still just Steve Rogers, but now he's in a peacoat. <laughs> so, Turtleneck. This, this was, we did not do a lot of changing here. But like for the redemption arc of Thor to be like he gets a hug from his mom. It's like, oh, okay. Now he's okay again? All right. Okay. I mean, we said it last podcast. They're going to do the Chris Pratt thing, like you said, from uh, Parks and Recreation. Where <laughs> I just stopped how drinking do you, beer. Yeah, how'd you get cut again? I just stopped drinking beer. <laughs> God, I, I <laughs> hope oh, they do that. God. I yeah. hope they do that. Like I, That would be a great tip of the hat. All right, let's do some. I like the Thor's mom scene, though. I it like is. the Thor's mom scene, though. I thought that was nice. Well, you I were also thirst- forgotten about her character. You're also thought thirsting after Renee Russo on Twitter too. Hey, hey, let's let's relax. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, you were doing that. That was a thing that you were doing. Um, shout out to Tej by uh, putting out. I gotta read this. 
lesbian porn is like watching a regular season baseball game. No thanks. <laughs> In the middle no of this comment. review. I have no comment on whether or not I would have tweeted something like that. I have no comment on that. At Les Hamilton. <laughs> lesbian porn what? is like watching a regular season baseball game. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> regular season regular season baseball is the worst thing ever i don't know how white people watch that shit that hey. shit is so boring come on man he's right baseball there has to be stakes for baseball <laughs> to be fun i don't want to watch game 45 of 182 or 162 no fucking thank you that shit alex, is boring as but alex bregman's on a six game hitting streak man you gotta see if he gets seven no i, I don't that that, that <laughs> shit is the goddamn worst I actually know why they will tell me on Twitter. Baseball <laughs> pitchers baseball you've never heard is... of are out there pitching. It's like you know what? I actually don't want to watch the seventh man in the Astros rotation <laughs> pitching. I actually don't want to watch that. Oh, no shit. Today is a bullpen day. <laughs> <laughs> like watching an episode of Murder She Wrote when I could just watch Succession instead. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, uh, I want to. That's not my typical. That's not my genre. I'm not. I'm not really into that. But. I have another uh, question about uh, Endgame to stop talking about porn. Um, sure. So what what did everyone think of the way they sent off the other characters? Obviously, we know Robert Downey Jr. has a great send off, but they're also sending off Scarlet. They're also sending off Chris Evans. Uh, I think that's it. Um, who else died? Oh, and what's her face died? Gamora died. So no, I mean, she's back. Oh, she's back though. There's like another Gamora. That's true. So she can uh, stay. Good. That's gonna be funny the way that they try to write her back into hit her and Chris Pratt falling back in love again. They that's should make it so that they too. don't fall back in love. And I think that would be funnier if they just kept that going for like two movies of like she just hates him for two movies. Um I don't know. Y'all go ahead. I I, I got some thoughts. So I really uh, like the way like Scarlet Scarjo basically doesn't get a send-off. Her only real like send off moment is the moment where uh, Mark Ruffalo is like, "Oh my God, man, she's not coming back. I miss her." Throws the ball. Yeah, and I also hate the Mark Ruffalo Scott Johansson. They have no chemistry. The whole pairing them together never made sense to me. So it it doesn't make sense that we put the camera on Mark Ruffalo to have him tell us how much he's hurting. It makes sense because they've already established them as a thing, but. I feel like she had better chemistry with Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, so it, it's... She had better honestly, chemistry with Clint. From, uh, yeah, she had better okay. chemistry with everyone. So, that, yeah. She had a little bit of chemistry with Chris Evans and uh, Winter Soldier. She vibes. She vibes with everyone. So here's my deal. I don't understand the rules of the Soul Stone. Because you have to give up something you love, and she commits suicide. So it's like, does she love herself? <laughs> well, and that and it negates Linda Cardellini <laughs> because right. it's, it implies that Clint is more in love with Scojo than he. I mean, is he with is. With him. He yeah, is. I was wondering. I was wondering. What I mean, that it doesn't about. have to be a romantic love. Well, because I, and this is just me being a bad audience watcher, but I thought it was like the thing you love the most or the most important thing. And so Thanos was like his children because it was like his line of succession. Or was it a soul for a soul? Just straight up. It, that, and that's why it was, I think it's just something that okay. you, someone you, that you, but love you have to love them. You can't just like bring a stranger there and throw the stranger <laughs> off the cliff. I think you have to love them. You yeah, have to have some relationship like, with them. Hey, this I is probably, Dan from accounting. Hi, I'm Dan. Dan, <laughs> jump off the cliff. I met this lady at the bar last night. Here you go. 
How hard do you think that uh, what's his face Clint is trying in that fight? Did Clint really want to die? <laughs> that he was giving me like seventy percent effort, like when I was running suicides in high school basketball. He wasn't trying to actually die. I don't buy it, Clint. Not well, I don't buy it at all. Oh I, no! Please don't go. Oh, <laughs> oh no! She's. I'm small. jumping. I'm jumping. So my two things. You're not going to stop me? Are you really not going to stop me? So my two things are is one, I understand his because I think he is like a bit kamikaze. Like, I think he's a bit suicidal. Like, look at all the things I've done. I've killed bad people, I guess. Like, I've I've killed cartels and triads. I'm a terrible person that needs redemption. So I I understand that he, he might be a little suicidal. Like, he can't face his family if that ever happens again. But it's, also, it's no problem with at the end of the movie. He's just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But my other... <laughs> dude, imagine, like, at the end, he has to explain to Linda Cardellini, like, yeah, I got a sleeve on a mohawk because I was going through some stuff. <laughs> you were gone for I was, five years. I was, was working years. through my shit. <laughs> but I will say, him being worse. a swordsman was much cooler than him being an, air, yeah. an archer. So that scene is the coolest scene that he's ever had. And I was like, um, I would watch a Ronin movie. I wouldn't it's, watch a Hawkeye movie, but I would watch a Ronin movie. It sure. is all ruined by that ass haircut. That haircut yeah. stinks. That, that is, haircut sucks. That is truly, you're 16, it's summer, you want to feel like a badass, so you shave side, you have, like the side of your head, you're like, oh, this is this was a mistake. What did you call it, Dex, the how do you do fellow kids one? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. how do you do fellow kids cut. It was, yeah, it's 100%. I just bought a Ferrari, but it's not enough. Um, that and I, so Scojo loves Hawkeye. Like I don't understand their relationship dynamic because it's explored a little bit in Avengers when Hawkeye is possessed by the Tesseract. Like it, okay, I understand they have some sort of connection, but like that whole fight scene carries no weight because I'm like I don't understand your dynamic. I don't understand the rules of the Soul Stone. So okay, I think it's supposed to carry weight because you're just like you're big time disagree. <laughs> They, well, they, they, they wanted to carry weight because it's worked? like Scarlett Johansson. I don't think it worked. I didn't like it. The problem, what I really don't like about it, it where I kind of lose it is where um, we have a whole scene dedicated to she's not coming back. It's not going to happen. She's gone forever. When Hulk does the snap to bring everybody back, he makes a point to be like, I tried really hard. I really tried to bring her back. She's not coming back. Then fucking Zoe Saldana comes back. Who died the same way? <laughs> she doesn't come back. She's, She's just a different. That's just the Gamora. past version of her. But we can do the same shit. Yeah, well, that's we, the whole. We point. can go pluck Scarjo out of another timeline, like Cap. We apparently can now just time travel whenever we want to because the machine remains, and Captain obviously did it and gave himself his own life. So it removes the like the permanence and the weight of it if we know that we can't actually retrieve her back. That the whole soul for a soul. But initially, initially it doesn't. But I think by that time we know Zoe Saldana exists in a different timeline. She hasn't entered the 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 main timeline. But once you know that that rule can be circumvented somehow, you're like, oh, okay, you you built yourself an out. Well, it, you know who built themselves an out is Marvel because this way they can be like, oh yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is not actually dead, or yeah. she's actually not dead, which I think they're going to do. I I sure. have nothing to back this up, but I we're gonna think end, that they're gonna, gonna pluck her the, out of time. They're gonna pluck her out of time in Black Widow for sure. Yeah, we're gonna pluck her out of Black Widow, so uh, Florence Pugh becomes the new Black Widow. Carries on that franchise in a different timeline. 
They're going to pluck her out oh, of there. Holy shit. If Florence Pugh keeps coming back to the MCU, sign me the fuck up. That would be amazing. Why else exactly. Castro is the sister that also can match her move for move? I would fucking love that. I, I'm looking forward. Florence Pugh is going to steal that film. I can't fucking wait. Shout that or... Um, What's his face uh, from Stranger Hopper. Things? Hopper. Yeah, from Stranger Lily, Things. Lily Allen's husband, D.K. Hopper. Oh, yeah, I, no, I like Harbor. Hopper. D.K. Harbor. My D.K. Harbor, the funniest thing about him is that, apropos of nothing, is that he's supposed to be a superhero, and he's like, I refuse to get in shape. All right, guys, but I'm just... I'm showing up like this. I saw Thor was fat. I, I think I can pull it off. I had to keep on this weight for David Harbour. I'm deep, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I'm just, he he's got, just I'm not going to get in shape. Like, whatever. And he, they goes make by, he goes by DK because I think he has like a, a John James situation. I think he has like two first names. No, I don't. To to move on from that, I, the, the goodbyes for the other two, um, which I, I, it's a very good point with the Gamora thing is because anybody who watched any YouTube video, they're going to bring these guys back. There's too much money in it for them. I think Robert Downey yeah. Jr. may take a while to bring back. So with Chris Evans, especially because they make um, somebody else, Captain America, which happens in the comic books from little, from what little I know about the comic books. But Iron Man 2, someone else is going to be Iron Man 2. It looks like either Pepper or War Machine is going to become Iron Man. So they'll yeah. have people to play those yeah. I just think there's too much invested in them to not bring them back for maybe even a one-off or something like that. But the, the same if we thing can, that if we can shove in CGI Stan Smith. Or not, what's his name? Stan Lee. Thank you, Stan Lee. Stan Lee, yep. Stan Smith. We, from American Dad. The Adidas Stan Smith. <laughs> if we could shove in CGI Stan Lee in the most awkward scenes everywhere, we're going to shove in uh, Black Widow and Iron Man in random places. My whole thing about the goodbyes, I think Robert Downey Jr. obviously carried the most weight. I think it was the mm -hmm. most well-earned in the entire movie. Uh, I'm glad they used him to do that instead of Captain America. I don't mm -hmm. know if that would have... I don't know if Captain America would have carried the same weight if he snapped Thanos out of existence. Um, it wouldn't have. It would, yeah. I, I still don't know how he got the Infinity Stones on his glove. We don't have to talk about that, but the... Uh, Nanobots. They, li they literally don't even yeah, try to explain Iron that. Man magic. Who cares? <laughs> Science <laughs> magic, same thing. Whatever. Fuck me, right? The... Um, <laughs> the... I don't know. I think his goodbye and giving him sort of this... the the monologue at the end where he's talking yeah. to his family and things is saying goodbye. And I think that carried a ton of weight and you could tell because people were crying in the theater, but yeah. uh, people are oh. so upset about that. What hits like a ton of bricks is not necessarily his last will and Testament. Like that's just the crescendo, but like the big note is when happy goes, I'll get you all the cheeseburgers you want. Like you're oh. something like, Oh, Oh, John Favreau. Oh, oh no. Oh, you're in this My movie heart. for, you're in this movie for one line. Holy shit. Uh, okay, so let's John talk Favreau about it. Crushes, he crushes every. He's only in these movies for a short amount of time, except for the Spider-Man ones. But he's so good, man. I really Ooh. like him. I like, and I do like what they did. Speaking of Robert Downey Jr., moving on to like making sort of Spider-Man the centerpiece of all of this and carrying that mantle because they know how well liked Tom Holland is. Mm -hmm. It's such a great move by them, especially yeah. in the follow-up movie to this but um captain america's goodbye sucks why oh god yeah, yeah. this this it's awful it's horrible 
He's just Joe Biden at the end of the movie. Like he's just like (laughs) I do. Watching it this time, I was like, that does look like Joe Biden. He looks so much like Joe Biden. It's crazy. If you, are you trying to tell me the MCU predicted that Joe Biden would beat Trump in the election? Is that what you're telling me? Or Joe Dude, Biden is Captain if, America. If you suffered through last week Whoa. by watching CNN, they had one picture of Trump and one picture of Biden. And the picture of Biden, all week I was like, that's just a screen grab from Endgame. That's just Chris Evans <laughs> on the bench. What? That is not <laughs> President-elect Joe Biden. What is happening? The no, I don't think I will meme. That is Joe Biden trying to read a teleprompter. <laughs> yeah. The okay, the, the no, I don't think I will line. I was like, that doesn't make much sense. That's yeah, why wouldn't you just it, tell? Like, I married Peggy. You know the I girl. Married, I, what? Yeah, I haven't. I was told you all I about her. The, I have what, in my watch. Was that supposed to be a sex joke? I, I I never understand it. Like, is that supposed to be like a? We've been having crazy freaky sex, and I don't want to say that in this Marvel movie. I, what what maybe, kind of answer is Maybe he was just ashamed because he's in the Dirty Mac Hall of Fame because he stole her from her husband. Time heist is somebody's wife. <laughs> yeah. Stole her out of time. I guess Peggy we, Carter in the very first uh, in Captain America Civil War is old and dying and has, mm-hmm. has lived a long, healthy life with a husband and has many children and nieces and nephews. And he just goes back and fucks all of that up. He just says, nope. There are people that don't exist because he fucked with the timeline. But it's there, almost like... The, her niece that he yeah, made out with. Yeah, and, the uh, niece that he banged. That he banged the niece and now she doesn't even exist. Um, It's like the ending of Titanic when it goes, when it's implied in, they're in heaven and Rose goes to Jack. Even though we know she lived a full life with somebody else, like in heaven, that, that husband has to be like, "Oh, okay, that's fine." Hey, thanks. Oh, fuck I me, then. No, I get it. I was number two. It's fine. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, you only spent Peggy Carter only spent uh, Captain America and Peggy Carter only spent a week together trying to <laughs> trying to fight Nazis, and he was like, "I love her for the rest of my life." Why? But it's you're that's Captain 19- America. That's 1940s love. They're gonna die at 60 anyway. Like if you set your eyes on a woman, you're you gotta marry because you're gonna either die in the war or you're gonna die from sepsis. The no, I don't think also, I he will. Was one. like very small. He was very <laughs> small the entire time. He was Steve Rogers. So like, I'm very small. He had never I have loved no money. Else before. It's um, true. It's true. <laughs> Some Captain America. And he's like, okay, I'm done. Some girl tried to touch his pecs one time, and he was like, you know what? Rest of my life. <laughs> Even after I'm frozen for 48 years. <laughs> it's felt the, all uh, tingly inside. It's the Ferris Bueller line. Um, he's going to fall in love with the first person that lays him and he's going to be miserable for it. <laughs> the, 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 the no, I don't think I will line was probably just some sort of callback. Have you ever watched like the Green Mile or whatever when he's talking about, um, or no, not the Green Mile. Well, Green Mile has it too, but also the Saving Private Ryan when he's talking about, will you tell me about the your wife and those rose bushes? And he goes, no, oh, that yeah. one's for me. Yeah. Like that memory. I think it's probably just like those memories oh. are for me. Yeah. That's 100% what it is. It's definitely what it is, but it's just a bad line. And they wanted to save time, but yeah, it just didn't, that didn't land for me, but like him go, getting to go back and live the, live a life. Like, cause I mean, that had been a thing that him and Iron Man had talked about in a lot of the movies. You know, he's the only Avenger who, like, literally had his life put on pause. And that was, like, how the 
MCU could even be put into place yeah. in the first place is that, you know, Captain America lived a life and then we hit pause on that and then just skipped to yeah. <laughs> present day and here's Captain America now. So I appreciate him like getting to go back and actually live a life and be with Peggy Carter who like had her own TV show and all this other shit. Like I, I appreciate it. But fuck you, Bucky Barnes. The same thing happened to you. You get nothing. I do love that. He's like, I'm leaving (laughs) you in present day. You lose. You drank fizzy lifting drink. You were a Soviet soldier. You lose. You lose, sir. Good day. That lady who plays Peggy Carter, I totally understand why Captain America made the decision. We're back for that. Yeah. That is a a woman right there. I yeah. would go back in time for that. I would go I, back. Yeah. And you're white. Yeah. There's no reason not to. Exactly. You're white. To go you're white. Back you're going to live that you life. Go back in time. Sure. Life will be fine for you. Anytime past night, anytime pre 1980. No, thank you. Like, <laughs> uh, I just, I, I just can't get over how I he appreciate just went. him being like, no, Falcon, you can't, you can't come. Where I'm going. <laughs> trust me. No, you would, you, trust you me. You don't want to no. come where I'm going. <laughs> oh man <laughs> I also are you just, sure yes dude seriously i also have questions just I logistically have... about that final scene so did old man chris evans just like sit on that bench for hours and nobody noticed him like he was just biding his time or did he like <laughs> or was he like waiting in the bushes to be like all right they're about to send me back okay run to the bench run to the bench run to the bench Sit here, act chill. My question is, is that he just go back in time and live a normal ass life because you're still Captain America. You still got the steroids in you. Like, are you not like he's just letting bad shit happen like the entire time? He let 9-11 happen. (laughs) Steve Rogers let 9-11 happen. Think about that. I mean, think about it. He did. He did stop the Nazis, though. So we got to give him that. True, true. But I just, I have that, I have that <laughs> thought where it's just like, did he just go back and just chill, like mow his lawn, you know, play ball, play ball with his kid, and then he can still jump over cars and like lift buildings and things like that. But nah, <laughs> didn't do any of that the rest of his life. No, I'm good. I'm tired i sell insurance now <laughs> like mr incredible <laughs> yeah uh what does he do for what does steve rogers do for a job good question apparently strong people just sell insurance so that's the, the incredible <laughs> stopped me so I don't yeah, yeah I, throwing so, his boss through a wall and shit <laughs> that would have been you sure that you need those tps reports no i'm good <laughs> actually good um so i mean we can go through the entire movie but it's a long ass movie but you were we were going all the way back um wait before we do that can we talk about anthony mackie okay. sure you have you want to talk about you can sin. talk about right. anthony i don't mackie. know i don't I know what you're yeah i don't know what your, all right. your thing is with him all but. right i have a lot of things with him okay first of all let's just start from the ground floor anthony mackie is not that great of an actor he's not a bad actor he's not a great actor he's definitely not going to be able to bring what Chris Evans brought to the character of Cap, and that makes me really sad just because I feel like we've taken a downgrade just his in terms of, is, like, acting. His he's acting just, is defined by everything ends in the question, and he's very confused by it. <laughs> good boy. It's a good boy. He's, it's nice to have black people in the MCU for sure, uh, but it's really hard to see 
Mackie's standing there and you also are watching like Don Cheadle, who's an incredible actor mm-hmm. and seeing these two like on equal footing and getting kind of equal screen time. And it's like, oh, my God, dude, this Anthony Mackie guy. So I'm a bit worried about what he is like as Cap. And then I just don't like Anthony Mackie because he said some um, I'll be politically correct and say he said some uh, controversial things about uh, there was an interview he did a couple years ago where he basically told someone in his family, I think his nephew, that he shouldn't wear cornrows because people might profile him as a criminal. And so the the situation, how he should react to that is to not wear uh, cornrows. And he literally said he sat down with his nephew and watched First 48. And every time somebody had cornrows on First 48, he just pointed out like, look, you don't want to be seen as those guys. Wait, so why did he he's volunteer those, uh, that information? <laughs> That's a fucking great question because people were obviously pissed off and it's like you could have avoided this whole controversy by not telling us what you were doing with your nephew because we don't know your nephew and we didn't know what the hell you were doing with your nephew. But um, So I'm not very excited about Anthony Mackie as Cap. Um, but I'm not, a, I'm not a Falcon fan at all. So I guess it'll be like Anthony Mackie, however cool he was as Falcon, he'll definitely be cooler as Cap. He'll get more screen time. He'll have a shield, which would be cool. And much cooler than just like flying around shooting random weapons like like a video game or something. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm definitely not trying to watch uh, another cat feature film starring Anthony Mackie. Just I'm just out on that. No, I don't know if they will. Yeah, I, I was gonna. Good. I was gonna say like since they're doing a series for uh, Bucky and Falcon, I think that'll Falcon, be better because like some of the. Some of the themes you can explore. I mean, obviously, we don't know what they'll actually do with it, but some of the things you can explore around, you know, making a black guy Captain America now and, you know, kind of dealing with like carrying that legacy and all that stuff. I think you can explore really well in a series instead of in a movie. And that might give Anthony Mackie some room to like kind of grow into the character a little bit instead of like being forced to like just carry a two hour movie suddenly as Captain America. Uh, so I think making it a series is probably going to make this transition a little bit better, but you know, I mean, I'm down. I'm really up for whatever with the MCU at this point. Like I'm on board for the ride. So I they mean, can go cool any direction it. they want to go, which is the open-endedness of having Disney plus and having these series, which I think are going to be really good. Um, they keep getting pushed, but uh yeah, I'm sure people are going to be totally cool and not at all weird about a black uh, Captain America. Yeah, I'm sure that'll. Oh, there's going to be some takes. Oh my god, I'm sure that's going to go over great. <laughs> yeah, um, it's the same thing as Joe in this Biden's movie. America. <laughs> Let me throw this back. The same thing in the the same thing at the end of this movie when they had the two seconds of the women fighting together and all the poopy pants people online. Oh just my like, god, people were so mad about that. And it is true that it was incredibly forced, but you know this is a Disney movie. Like it's a, about yeah. people wearing tights and fighting. Like who yeah. cares? Like if it wasn't for you, then just like it was literally like a like a thirty second part of the movie. Like, but well, people were furious. It was pan. Uh, it was thirty second part of a three hour movie. Yeah. It was, yes. Was it pandering? <laughs> Should you be mad about it? No. No. Grow up. Get a life. What are we doing? I don't know. I hate. Also- I, people got so mad online about that. I hated that. I was, I like the part in the movie. I hated people getting mad online. Yeah, no, it, it's actually kind of a badass part. 
rewind it two seconds later, it's a dumb part. It's cute, but in the middle of a battle for Peter to be like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. Hi, Peter Parker. I'm Carol Danvers. There's slaughter going on all yeah. around you. And you're going to hold this conversation. <laughs> okay. There's also like a, there's also like a, a get Chris Pratt get kicked in the nuts joke in the middle of the final <laughs> fight. <laughs> um, like, let me, yeah. we're all over the place and I don't know if we'll ever get back to a starting point, but do you think instead of Joe Biden catching America, if it ended with, <laughs> with him like freaking out, but like, what the fuck is Captain America? What, what happened to him? What went wrong? What went wrong? What if Anthony Mackie went back to his house or went back to HQ and they're sitting the shield or they're sitting in his apartment or wherever was the shield with a note from Captain? And then we transition just like a crossfade into him dancing at the end. So it's that's of better. Old man Chris. That's Pratt. much better. We don't need it, old. We don't need Joe Biden there. There's well, no that, need to have the Joe Biden part. That in an old it'll mimic Tony's goodbye with him just being a hologram. So we'll just get a voiceover of Chris Evans reading the note out loud being like, I forgot what Falcon's real name is, but like, hey, you know, I had some other things to take care of. Enjoy the shield. It's for you. Sam is his name. I just remember that. Sam, yes. Or he could have said on your left and snuck up behind him. That would have been cool. Then punched him. His (laughs) shield. Okay, bye. No, I... (laughs) I think those series, where they go from here, and and I wanted to touch on this, is is very open ended, and we touched on it a little bit with Rascal in the last episode. Is is they're definitely going cosmic. I mean, uh, Carol, you know, having Captain Marvel do that, and the Eternals, and 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 all of that, they're definitely going in that direction. But they're also going to start going in the time direction. Do y'all have a place where y'all want to see this go? Like as a fan, like because I don't know the comic books, I, I just don't. Did you, my y'all have question, the, where y'all wanted to see this go? My biggest question is what the hell do you do about the Captain Marvel problem? You could, well, they did it in this movie. You, it's clear that they're sending her off planet because you can't have a movie with stakes and, and conflict if Captain Marvel is around because she's literally like too strong. So you, how do you build a movie in which she is a character in the movie the whole time? There would be no threats because she would just like dispose of the threats. Yeah. So he's gonna have to start fighting. How do you do that going forward? Like, what do you do with her? Because she's a star. People like her. People want to see her in these films. But when she's in the films, the stakes are always lessened because she's around. Yeah, she came back as a Deus Ex in the very like like they're they're getting their asses kicked by the by the uh, exactly by the ship, and then she just bowls through the punches ship. Through. Yeah, like, punches a ship. She, she literally punches, punches through a ship. ship. Yeah. <laughs> Which leaves the audience wondering, like, why for did five, for the five years she's been planet hopping? It's not like Thanos is is, is hiding. He's yeah, got he the biggest. He's been the biggest army in the entire universe. Like you could find that ship from like thirty planets over. Why didn't she just drive up and like, we're done here? She presents an interesting problem, but I like her dynamic with the group. I like the fact that she's kind of like. She's got a real dry sense of humor, and it's just like, just mm-hmm. tough. And she's just being a, she's just like a complete asshole. I, I like that, but it's like that she literally cannot just be hanging out with all the other heroes because no. if she's around, there are no stakes. I think they start to but solve that with the Eternals to- and things like that, with like these super cosmic beings and like fighting bigger cosmic things. Mm-hmm. Is probably what it's gonna be. But yeah, they can't just have like a, a no purple it, it alien can't. dude that throws yeah. punches and fights with a sword. 
the stakes have to be higher. Gonna, that I was makes me say sad. What they probably do is just continue from like it started in the nineties or whatever with Captain Marvel, so they probably just continue from that point where she's still like learning to be that badass and shit, so that she has the stakes instead of like putting her in the current day, like with the movies, because like you said, there's really no like villain that they have set up that can do that without it being like the overarching big bad of the entire MCU. So they'll probably like just keep going from like where the first Captain Marvel movie ended. Cause I mean, like she, I guess is in charge of like those alien people now and like resettling them on a planet or whatever. Um, So like going from there, having her like trying to build up these powers and then like something, I mean, yeah, whoever yeah, scroll. scroll or this skull is, or tree or whatever they are. I have a big ass Captain Marvel poster there. right there. So, I mean, people like that movie. It made a billion dollars. I fucking like, love that movie. But I will say, like, I really liked it. If we're trying to address the problem, like, I, I love Captain Marvel. Like, I think it's a great movie. I think Brie Larson is just fucking fantastic as it. Um, I mean, she immediately slides into the part where she can. She's a good enough actress that she can hit humor so well and so dry, which is the humor that the Marvel universe hits. But the problem is, is that the Captain Marvel movie really isn't a Captain Marvel movie. Like it introduces her, it gives her powers and she is on screen a lot of it, but it's more of a Nick Fury movie. The Sam Jackson movie. Yeah, yeah it is. It is yeah, Sam Jackson. Very much it, a Nick it is Fury the movie. founding of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a Jude Law movie for huge chunks of it. Um, so I, I, I totally agree. She is an extremely overpowered. The fact that she just punched the biggest ship that we know of in the universe just to death. She just <laughs> punched the ship to death. She just punched the ship. I mean, she took the brunt force of like 30 ion cannons or whatever the fuck those things were and came out fine. The only way to get a knockout was that she had to be punched by the power stone. She's too fucking powerful and that's fine. And I'm, I'm sure they'll create a big bad that she can't beat or that the power of teamwork or love or whatever will have to beat it instead. <laughs> love. <laughs> but she, de- she does deserve to be fleshed out. She absolutely deserves. And it, whether that's a prequel movie where we, where we pick up right as Captain Marvel left off or whether it's just, I mean, really, truly, they're probably just going to use her as a vehicle to explore the, the universe. Like we, we now know the Kree planet. We know, you know, little parts of it. We know the expanded universe through her like um what they'll do is they'll start shoving people together with the guardians of the galaxy i mean truly yeah like Sign i mean me we, up. we get a slight backstory yeah, of down. we get a slight backstory of ronin through her so like we're they're more or less going to use her as a vehicle to expand out the universe which might be unfortunate might not but she does deserve to be fleshed out just like a little bit more well, you know what's funny is how how sort of self-contained these movies were to begin with to how big they have to go now. And I don't know if that's going to be to the detriment of these movies or if that will eventually cause the fatigue. You know what I mean? Because they're getting mm-hmm. likable actors in all of these roles, you know, Kamel and and all of these all these roles that are coming forward. And of course you have Tom Holland who's only 24. You know, so he's locked in. Poor guy's locked in for life. But the uh, actually not. He's a billionaire. But like the um, the the thing with this is I'm going to I'm interested to see if that does cause superhero fatigue after how big these movies were 
And I guess I guess the last one was sort of self-contained. The uh, last Spider-Man movie was pretty self-contained, and mm-hmm. people still love. I love that movie, but you know, I don't know. What do, you, do y'all think that? Like, obviously, they are going to go bigger. They are going to go. They have to because they have all these strong villains or superheroes now. Where is somewhere that you would like to see them go? Because obviously, they're doing the Spider-Verse, the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Uh, mm-hmm. Talked about that several times. I don't know. Do y'all have any? And fucking wait for Spider-Verse. I just hope that we can keep doing the small bad and then the big bad uh, fed throughout the, the storylines. I really do like the fact that we can go hang out with Spider-Man and he's going to fight one or two villains and it's going to be a contained thing. You might see another Avenger show up, but it's really just going to be a Spider-Man movie. I like that we can do that. Uh, and I hope that we don't get to the point where now we have to have, to have the biggest, the biggest baddest in the universe in every film because they've gotten so strong. So they've got to find a way to either depower or shift the lineups or keep everybody separated. Mm-hmm. So for example, Thor's pretty strong. Putting Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy makes perfect sense because they, the Guardians aren't that strong by themselves. So like having a Thor there doesn't make it so that they have to fight bigger villains. They just have more of a funny dynamic, but they can still fight the same kind of villains that they are always fighting. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, I hope that we're able to still do the small scale movies. And it looks like they're going to get into more genre stuff, which I'm excited about. You know, Black Panther is basically going to be, a, uh, sorry, uh, Black Widow is basically going to be a, a, like a spy movie. And so it's yeah, like, it's, if we do one-off genre stuff, I really like that idea of just dabbling in different genres and just making this these one-off kind of genre films. I'm into that. And I really think that's a- I mean, yeah, they're going to have a Kung Fu movie too as well, which yeah. I'm actually, Shang-Chi- yeah. Which I'm really excited for too. Which I think they may have just started filming or something on that. But they I, shit the bed hard on Iron Fist. So ooh yeah, uh, yeah all the Kevin Fe- <laughs> Kevin Feige hates those series. By the way, which I liked Daredevil and all that, but Kevin Feige despised those series. Jessica Jones was, never even was, started watching the Netflix series. Jessica <laughs> Jones is good. Like, feel good about my choice. I never even tried to watch Iron Fist. People were people were killing oh, day that one. day it came out. People were like, "Oh, this is bad." <laughs> Let's uh, have a guy that uh, is known for fighting that just does not fight. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the first season of Jessica Jones was really really good, and that's Luke harsh. Cage was the first season of Luke Cage was good too, and the Punisher seasons were yeah brutal but really good. Anyway, sorry, I liked good. Punisher. I like Punisher. Well, uh, and you know what else they have to start doing is, and Rascal talked about this, they have to bring in the X-Men. They have all the Fox properties. They have to start bringing in oh Fantastic God, Four. I can't wait. Like, yeah, I can't that's what I was going to say. Oh, Go my ahead, They Doug. have so many origin stories to tell now that like, they can keep this going for a long... They can keep this going another 10 years. Oh, they easily, and they will. Because, oh, they 100% like, will. Yeah, because they have so many origin stories to tell now, which like kind of by nature have to be pretty self-contained. Uh, you know, they have like beloved characters too. Still, they can always call. Like, you can always make a Spider-Man movie and just print money with that shit, uh, especially if they're any good at all. So, uh, yeah, they they definitely could keep going. And as far as like superhero fatigue goes, I think coronavirus actually kind of reset the clock on that because mm-hmm. like we're gonna be so starved for movies by the time that these start rolling back around like it's not gonna matter what they are we just need them to be good so yeah i think the superhero fatigue thing like maybe if they would have kept going like right on the heels of avengers and like tried to keep it rolling superhero fatigue would have set in a little bit quicker but 
since we were kind of forced to take a break with coronavirus, I think once they get it back rolling, like we'll be so hungry for any new blockbuster content at all that we'll just yeah. all keep going. Give me Wait, the slop. Give me the slop. Well, I and I, I, I personally think it's a non-factor. Like Corona or not, I there is so much Marvel property. There are like there are people there are heroes that only have like three comics that I'm sure Disney could set up an entire movie for that people will gather up. And like, as Tease was saying, as long as they like dabble into other genres, as long as it's not, you know, just standard black versus white um, spy versus spy bullshit, then that's fine. But if they do other stuff, if we get like Soviet era spy thrillers from the eighties through Black Widow, like that'll be cool, and it will take away from the standard. I punch you, you punch me, I punch you harder. I do think it's it's funny because, or not? I think I know this is the longest that we've gone. Well, one since a movie in theaters, but the longest we've gone without a super movie, since, superhero movie since two thousand eight. Is Mulan a superhero movie? Mulan. I mean, we got we got. What are we doing? Mutants. Yeah, we did get New Mutants, a movie that has been sitting in a canister since, what, like 2014, 2015? <laughs> a movie I swore to God was never coming out. I, I, I almost put a bet on that, that that wasn't ever going to come out. Um, yeah, I actually I, went and saw it. It wasn't uh, that bad, actually, but, you know, it's not good. But It's been sitting in a canister since 2017. Dear Lord. Um. I just have a few notes here and we can, we can move on to the draft. I think we've touched a lot of points that were actually really good. The the thing that I have about this movie is is what's crazy is that all the alive Avengers know that Thanos caused this, but everyone else on the planet has to be like, what the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. What happened? And I appreciate how they kind of go over that in... Um... Far, far from, from home, home after yeah. this like when they explain like the blip or whatever they call it yeah yeah like i yeah i like how they kind of worked that out kind but of just i mean it's all very this, hand wavy but still think of the standard logistics of just what happens if you lose i don't know what's half the population four billion three billion whatever people and then five years later they all just fucking show back up people like have like new families like, yeah, I mean, and how do you explain that? Be like, honey, you were gone for five years. I I had to move on. Five just like fucking years. Everybody disappeared. Whereas like um, shows like, um, um, leftovers. Uh, show, yeah, like the leftovers where that was like, what, 2% of the population that fucking wrecked the earth. Like entire civilizations just collapsed because of that. Like, imagine i i kind of want a movie where like even though it's five years without superheroes because apparently captain america can just lead life groups and only four people are interested in that um <laughs> yeah that was, what I was, saying. was like, like, captain america's leading a small group and everybody's like wait 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 aren't you captain america like he's like he, he would become a, a messiah figure people would yeah. like, look to people would look to him for guidance be like congratulations you're not president of the earth figure this shit out i mean but also there's the possibility that everyone's like okay half the population is gone nothing fucking matters there is no god i don't care (laughs) there is no god (laughs) life is meaningless eat arby's god and also (laughs) eat arby (laughs) the stab is just nihilistic arby's yeah um no it, it is funny and of course during the during the uh 
small group they have the first gay character in a Marvel movie <laughs> and everybody just, was like it's just pants. Russo yeah it's That's... just the director everybody was poopy pants about that as well too <laughs> it was, well yeah because it was because they made a huge deal they're like hey, guys we have a gay okay. character yeah we've we have our first lgbtq character and it's just russo being like i went on a date with a guy and we cried about the he Mets. cried into the salad <laughs> we My talked about things the- would there not be sports there would be sports we had there's, sports during a pandemic there would be sports there's clearly fucking Fortnite, so esports is still going strong <laughs> there'd be sports <laughs> Ball's energy is supporting the Earth now. Well, to, to well, the Mets may not exist actually, but the Yankees might be. Yeah, around. why would you go watch baseball? <laughs> Don't they? After half it? the population is gone, isn't part of it that they flew over Yankee Stadium or was it MetLife? Uh, MetLife. MetLife. No, not not MetLife. Um, whatever the whatever Mets Shea Stadium. Yeah, Stadium. Um, so, <laughs> would there be sports in this world after the snap? Post snap. Well, we're literally watching sports during a pandemic and people just get said, coronavirus in the place. So yes, I think there would be. Yeah, but they're all like <laughs> they're all like complaining that they don't get to watch the Mets. Like, what are we doing? Remember, remember in May when like all of America got hella excited for one week for Korean baseball? Oh yeah. I do was, remember that. That was I was, was watching like, golf. imagine like if half the population Woj tweeting guys, out like, <laughs> James Harden survived the <laughs> dusting. Russell Westbrook did not. <laughs> LeBron James survives the snap. You know, it is it is the week of the Masters. Just speaking about from a personal point outside of this movie, it is the week of the Masters. It starts on Thursday every year. This is my Christmas. Like this is my this is my one week of visiting Mecca. Is watching the Masters on TV, and I am so fatigued from being inside my house. I am so tired of watching TV that I have no excitement, and I'm. I am dying inside knowing that my most favorite sporting event of all time. And I'm just like, I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't care. I know sports fatigue. Um, Do you think Tiger Woods would survive the snap or do you think? uh, I don't know. Clearly. You know who who isn't surviving the snap? Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson's big out of there. Oh, he's out. He's straight out. Sergio Garcia gone. Homie's got COVID. Phil Mickelson actually doesn't get snapped and he still owes all of his bookie money. <laughs> he's still insider trading. He still has, he's still in debt. Like shit. I thought, uh, thought I was going to go. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking about Tiger Woods. Like half the women that he's been with are gone, but like the <laughs> other half is still around that he has to deal <laughs> with. Uh, Fuck you made it. Shit. Shit. Uh, there's a lot less Denny's waitresses around now that Tiger Woods is on. How is he going to live his life? <laughs> Perkins waitresses, man. Hey, he has a stable relationship with the owner of his restaurant chain. Right. <laughs> um, um, yeah, the logistics of that of those five years and then people showing up, like economies would crash, countries would just implode, war would break out. Dwight Howard 100%. has not been snapped. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> you would have teams hoping that their least favorite players on big contracts got snapped, and then that means that they had to Kyle, the cap room. Kyle Kuzma was not Please. snapped. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's we so- lost Anthony Davis, but KCP survived. What the fuck? <laughs> People would not like that. Uh, uh, 
Tom Brady's coming out with a new holistic diet because he didn't get snapped because of the diet. See, when you don't eat mushrooms, you don't get snapped. <laughs> you eat strawberries every fucking day and you're unsnappable. <laughs> Once again, the man is living his life up in Tampa Bay, has no sunburn. I'm I'm kind of buying in right now. That Into the water thing? Yeah, I'm kind of buying in. <laughs> homie, looks, homie looks snow white out there. He's just pure white. So I don't know. He's not gathering that Florida sun. Um, oh, man. You so, imagine the yeah. NFL Today crew talking about uh, post-snap football? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't, don't even want to do an impression. But... It'll literally be an A&M. Well, uh, they're, they're just pulling people out of the stands. Like, I don't – you're tied in now. I, I got nothing. <laughs> Michael Strahan talking about Terry Bradshaw getting snapped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke. I just think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um no, yeah. but I, I did have a note that this for for a second is a great premise. I mean, it is the leftovers, but this is almost mm -hmm. a post-apocalyptic movie. Like the way 100%. that it looks and everything, like the trash hadn't been picked up, and then they just totally get away from it. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. But. Yeah, like it is super depressing when Scott is walking down the streets and he asks the kid, like, hey kid, what happened? The kid just bikes away. That kid has seen some shit. He probably watched his best friend get dusted. Like th there's a lot to explore there. And there's a lot to explore and like far from home kind of just glances over it. But a lot of people just have fucking PTSD. Now it's yeah. like, I, I watched all my family turn to dust and I had to live with that for five years. And now they're just fucking back. What? There's several people that are just like, I cannot stand that they are back. <laughs> <laughs> you're, people you're, that hated their wives. Just yeah. like, Ah, man! Imagine those Reddit threads, those relationship. Me, my wife. Am I was, the asshole? My wife was snapped, <laughs> so I married somebody else. But now she's back, and she wants money. What? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Am I the I asshole would watch for wanting to series entirely about what happened in the five years of the snap? Like <sighs> that would be amazing, compelling that. television. That would be really good. It's just it's tr it's truly wild. Like where priorities went is that like entire ships are just docked in the hudson whales are coming back suburbs houses are just in disarray there's trash everywhere but yet we built this beautiful park with these great beautiful granite marble stones with everybody who was snap's name on it like no 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 you should focus all this time on rebuilding society and communities yeah and there's still like there's still like guards for like warehouse. Like Ken Jong is still a uh, night guard for a yeah. for a Who warehouse. Who gives a fuck about any of that? What are you guarding? Half those warehouses probably belong to people that were snapped anyway. So what does it yeah. matter? The real the real hero of this entire story is that rat. Yeah. Yeah. Without him, we have nothing. So shout out to him. He he deserves his uh he deserves his praise. One problem I had about this is it's sort of hand wavy, like you were saying, Dex, is we, in the very beginning when he's like, I use the stones to destroy the stones. Uh, how? You just, okay. We just did that. And then you would have had one stone left. What are we doing? I, I, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know how. That was, I, I also know. don't know how just all the stones work together. Is it like a genie situation? Like when you when you snap, is it like I wish half the population is gone, 
Because otherwise, else, like, how do you wish it, them back? Yeah, yeah. Does it act on free will? And yeah, how does it work? Like, was Hulk snap? Like, I wish everybody that was gone is suddenly back. Like, do you have to specify, or do like people rise for the grave? Yeah, and like, what level of wish do you have to get to to use all the stones? Like, can you do, if you just have four stones, can you make like a smaller wish, or like, <laughs> do you need you all six all for any wish? Hulk literally says he tried to bring Natasha back. Like when he had the when he had the gauntlet on, he tried yeah. to bring her back. So obviously, the wish that he had worked, but he also had a part of his wish that didn't work. It was just, it's just weird. Yeah, the uh, Supreme Court. That's like nah, unconstitutional. Can't do that. Yeah, well, it'd be funny if he didn't bring back the rest of the society. He just only remembered to bring back the the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> wait uh, just us right that's what you wanted right like yeah the uh, rules of the stone are dumb. i was gonna say like my really my note is this movie starts out so fucking dark mm-hmm. we, we we start out with clint watching his whole family just turn to dust and then we immediately pivot to tony stark is dying of hunger and sepsis yeah on a ship Skinny Tony, skinny Tony Stark. That was weird. It's so dark. I did say, and I meant to say this earlier in my review. uh, This is the one movie, and you can see it in the very beginning. This is the one movie where they actually let them act. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like really let them go for it, because you know the 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 rest of the movies are pretty much on rails as far as we have to get from like a video game. We have to get from point A to point B. We have to find who's it's extremely formulaic. Yeah, who's doing these things. This is the one time where they they let Robert Downey Jr. actually show his acting chops. They let them kind of be human for a minute for a minute, yeah. and I thought that was that was done to pretty good effect. Um, my other note is people are pissed that Iron Man got the final snap. What? I'm okay with that. Yeah, there was especially when the movie first dropped, and like people were finally getting the okay we could talk about this on twitter and publicly and social media and who cares about the spoilers anymore but people were like that felt very fan fictiony bullshit and i was like i'm okay with that because even though technically considering it started with hulk um it started with iron man so to close out this entire cycle starting with iron man and closing with iron man like i'm, I'm okay with that bookend well, then who would have done it captain america like what you know what else is fan fictiony giving captain america the hammer yeah. All of this was fan service. Every single part of the very end of this movie is fan service. All of it. You know what was fan fiction? That he strapped on half of his shield and thought that was going to be effective. I definitely wrote that down. I was like, what the fuck was he about to do before those portals opened? What, was he about to just go over there to die like a man? Like, what What was your plan, dude? It, half the stra- shield wasn't going to do shit for him. At least unstrap it and like use the jaggedy bits of the broken half to like maybe stab him. I guess there was a there's a brief moment right before the portals open where they pan out and they hold on it for one second. Oh, yeah, and it's him, tiny him, and tiny Thanos with all of Thanos's army behind. It's a hell of a shot, it's and they the most- hold on it for only one second. And I was like, you got to hold on that a little bit more. I remember saying, I remember where being in theaters when i saw that shot i was like that's immediately going to be everybody's desktop for a whole year yeah it's and still- then immediately they're like on your left and like yeah. ah, give me that moment just a little bit longer 
Uh, like you're just gonna walk up there and say I can do this all day and then some shit like happens like what I, what what the fuck is your plan my dude but it's like the most got one of the, the best only, of all time the only break in dust and smoke of like sunlight is only on Captain America it's the most messianic shit ever I can do this all day <laughs> and Thanos is uh, like you really shouldn't you really shouldn't to be honest it's probably no, best can't. if you did not do this all day. <laughs> Let's just wrap um, it up, man. We'll wrap it up. Make it quick. We'll make it quick. And then we can just go on about destroying the earth. Uh, my favorite, I seeing Chadwick come out of the um, mm-hmm. portals, and we talked about it just a second. It, it is, it made me emotional, actually, last night watching it. I was like, damn, that that holds heavier than I thought it was going to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it, it hits. It hits so hard. Um, at first i didn't really understand like why he was the first one out i was like i mean that's cool and everything like his movie had just come out right before that like earlier that year i think or the year before but i was like i don't really understand why he's the first one out of the portal maybe he's going to be like the new captain america after like this is over but watching it now it's like yeah yeah i'm glad they gave that to him yeah um, also, just uh, logistically, incredible that radio communication still works through portals. Yeah, it's through fun. time and space. It's fine. Uh, it's incredible. They, they knew what they were doing, though, giving Tom Hall and his close-up when he swings into frame in mm-hmm. the from under shot, like the yeah. hero shot. Uh, My favorite part of the movie was, but I love Tom Holland. So when like get, have, having him have that moment, it was awesome. Um. The scream that Thor the loudest I heard the theater uh, during this movie was, uh, I mean, it was when uh, Captain America got the hammer, but then the second was when Tom Holland showed back up because everybody yeah. fucking loves Tom Holland as Spider Man. I like Thor or Captain America getting the hammer, and that's that's fine. I don't know. It did feel very fan servicey. Like I like I was like, okay, this is cool, but yeah, also it's cool I, fan service, but it's fan service. I, I didn't I, remember that he gets the hammer earlier on in the scene, and then he gets it back when they come back, when all the people come back through the portal. Yeah, it, it was yeah. I, I, and I was like, oh shit! I didn't even put that together the first time. I was just like so immersed in it that it's, to me, and plus you see like that just that clip so much on the internet of just like after all the people they show all the people, then you see the hammer get into his hand. I had forgotten that earlier in the fight he has the hammer, but then he loses it. Yeah, um, it still just works, man. It's just that's such a great moment. Actually, our Twitter user, our Twitter followers voted uh Cap wielding uh Mjolnir or whatever you call it is better than Thor arriving on Wakanda. Cause it was I mean it was now 52 to 48%. Now the same it. tier for me. There you can't lose yeah. either way, man. You can't lose either way for me. I, I think it's just it's how that scene was set up. Like now knowing that it happens, you're like, of course, they telegraph this like within the first hour of the movie is something epic yeah. is gonna happen here. But in theaters, especially in that fight, because you're like, we got the snapback and we're still gonna fucking lose. Like his whole army is here, and even Thor is about to get stabbed, and then suddenly Mjolnir like moves and you're like, Oh shit, he's gonna like somehow block the sword or whatever with it, and then Cav wheels it, you're like it's so unexpected. It's just it's it's thrown off. Where as opposed to like Thor showing up with Wakanda, it was gonna happen. Yeah, it, it was funny though the video game combos that he was doing when he was like hitting the hitting the shield with the oh, hammer yes. and stuff like that. Like that was like yeah. he pressed like <laughs> triangle square circle like in a row to do that combo. But um, and I love how that was like a payoff of like 
uh i think it was ultron where mm-hmm. they're like all trying to lift the hammer or whatever and yep. captain america's the only one that like gets, gets the it away yep and then yep. yeah later like he gets to actually wield the hammer like i just love that like how they brought so many little things like that kind of full circle in this movie like that i think that's the biggest feat of this movie is that like they paid off so much shit with so much fan service and it all works right uh my final notes for this movie um black panther was carrying the rock but peter had the ball security with the uh glove and the final thing uh the scarlet witch showing up and he going i don't even know who you are is very funny it's really great um and then she gave that boy the work gave him (laughs) he gave him the work dude I, I did write down Thanos is a bitch, man. He was getting that work by Scarlet Witch, and then it was like brought in like, yeah, just a cheat code, man. That's come on, get your ass whooped like a man. Um, <laughs> she was gonna crush him to death. That would have been such a cool ending. She is throughout the series, and granted, she is getting her own TV show with Vision, and so maybe it'll be better. But throughout the series, she is vastly underutilized for somebody that has magic powers on par with Doctor Strange. Scarlet Witch is vastly underutilized. Um, and I, then I finally wrote down, it's emotional. Like, he gets to say goodbye. Tony gets to say goodbye to Rhodey, Peter, and Pepper. Yes. Um, it, it's emotional when Peter comes in and he's crying. Dude, get out of the way. Let him see his wife. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put that down, too, because I didn't notice that in the other rewatches, but... Pepper's literally like picking him up, like, okay, bitch, like, we have a kid, get out of the way. My <laughs> husband is dying, and you're literally stealing these last moments from me. Please move the fuck out the way. I just noticed Pepper that. was so nice about it, but she should have been going crazy on him. <laughs> get out of Jesus, you've been gone for five years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Going uh, backwards, how pissed do you think Pepper was? if tony actually like presented her her iron man suit like none of this played out like for like their anniversary like hey maybe i made you a suit my favorite thing is that in iron man 3 she has superpowers and they just never touch on it again <laughs> like it literally never really comes up no yeah never bring it back she gets the super serum that makes her super hot of course what's her face didn't not uh who plays her um why am I forgetting? Gwyneth, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. Yeah, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow doesn't even know she's in like half these movies. So, <laughs> God. That's, I've watched that a ton of times. How do you not know you're a part of this? Uh, I, she just did not care. She's worried about goop. Yeah, you're so heavily involved in Fabergé eggs that she just shows about... up on set. She has no idea what she's recording. She's just like, well, I know my lines. Just like, whatever. Just I know it's going to be in some movie. Who cares? She just like is so aloof. She, uh, She's worried about vagina glitter and things like that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, things so of that nature, things of that sort. All right, that is our Avengers review. Unless y'all have some more notes, Dex. I know you probably took some. I did, yeah. Um, but really, none of them are important. While we're talking about Pepper, uh, I really like. I had noticed it the first time I watched the movie, but the second time I saw it in theaters, I like how they. Uh, that first conversation her and Tony are having about like you gotta do the time travel, you gotta save everybody. Mm-hmm. Like we have a kid, but like you gotta you gotta save folks. She asked him like 
would you be able to rest or whatever? And then at the end, she, can she says you can rest now. The first time I, yeah, the first time I saw it, I was like, why would you say that right now? Like that sounds so stupid. <laughs> like, that's such a why would that line. be what you say? But, yeah, that sounds so fucking dumb. But then like on rewatch, I was like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I love you. Three thousand is is still emotional. So, that's so good. That's so good. Fun fact: that was a semi ad lib line. Apparently, one of Robert Downey Jr.'s kids actually just randomly said that to him, and he brought it up to the Russo brothers when they were writing the script, or maybe when they were filming, and they loved it so much that they included it in. Yeah, it's, nice. that's emotional, man. That pay that pays it off really so works. well. It, I mean, it really it, it's it super works for Robert Downey Jr. because that comes from a personal place, so it actually hits just a little bit truer. Um, <laughs> I do, I do love that we just kind of glance over. It. He does find out time travel on just a whim, like eating yeah, a popsicle. Yeah. He's just like, "Oh shit!" I entered one calculation and it renders in two seconds. I, I as my personal job, as my personal job, I make. I, I'm a graphic designer and I make videos. I it's for like a two minute video. I lose an hour of my day rendering that. He did a calculation figuring out time travel in two minutes. <laughs> I am so pissed. That's yeah, your CPU game, <laughs> clearly. You got that Apple Silicon. <laughs> He's got the he had the original <laughs> M1 chip. Um, Tony Stark would dial up. <laughs> Look, so he's in the middle of nowhere. I don't care that he's a super genius. He's living in a cabin. His internet right. speed's well, got to yeah, be a little 8G. bit slower. <laughs> Anything else? Um, no, Team. really. All my complaints were nope. based nothing else from me. All my complaints were based around time travel and really about wasting Black Widow. Because the only thing, like, anytime I've ever brought it up is that people are like no 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 tilda swinton basically explained it to you why that doesn't work and when she's gone she's gone and you can't just pluck her from a timeline we just did that with gamora but okay you you know go off live that life but you can't just say that she's gone and that you can't fuck with the timeline and then immediately send captain america in the timeline to fuck with it and be like no this is a beautiful ending you can't introduce timeline and then just make up your own or time travel and make up your own rules about it I do love the Rick and Morty uh, sketch. I will mess with time. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do our top four because of Twitter. Top four Marvel Infinity Saga movies. Top four Marvel MCU. With the number one draft pick. <laughs> Dex, where are you going? <sighs> the Cleveland Browns. So I've been debating. I've been <laughs> debating on this all fucking day how I would go with this, but I gotta go with my heart and just go with Endgame for the number one overall pick. Like we just I talked about knew it. two hours. It's it's the fucking movie. Like it. it I mean, is it's what it is. It's Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you just gotta do it. I we'll see if Joe Burrow. I heavily. I was about to say actually, it's, it's not a great. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow has like 3,000 yards passing right now. Yeah, Joe Burrow's a great rookie quarterback. But yeah, like it's it's just the the movie. Like it paid off everything. Like we just talked, mm-hmm. we just spent two hours talking about it. it. I really debated going with Infinity War, but at the end of the day, I had to go with my art and pick a game. You know what it is? It's Akeem Elijah one 
when potentially Michael Jordan is still on the board. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not upset that you got to keep Olajuwon. I'm, I'm fascinated Fine. who you think the Michael Jordan is. Well, the Michael Jordan is going to be my pick. All right. Uh, I'm picking Infinity War. It's the best Marvel movie. It's Ooh. the most. It is succinct. It has Ebony Ma in it, which is who is incredible. And everything that he says is just perfectly written. Infinity War is the closest to a perfect Marvel movie you will get. It is the second best. Uh, it is either the first best or second best comic book movie I've ever seen. Infinity War, easy decision. is the second pick. Mm-hmm. I will say that I'm getting the Michael Jordan. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going with Captain okay. America Winter Soldier. Yeah. Great film. Great film. Elite. Elite at everything that it does. Can't say anything bad about it. No. Elite. I mean, it, it, it introduces Black Panther in such a badass way. Very true. Um, also a top espionage film of like the last 30 years not the that top movie but is a so top. fucking good mm-hmm. uh, alright I don't know what the, the turn's going to be interesting I don't, I don't know how I'm going to play this but uh, I'm, I'm shooting from the hip this whole time I'm playing from the heart I'm not going for powers I'm not going for big names I'm just I'm building I'm moneyballing this um, my first pick I'm, I'm taking Civil War and it's Ooh. it's it's my personal favorite one, and it it really it's because it is the only it's not the only movie, but it's like the the movie where they all kind of like go all out, and it's like them all actually being true superheroes, and it fucking answers the question that we've all been battling when we were kids with the action figures of what happens when Captain America and Iron Man fight, who's gonna win? So like that's just a badass thing to show. Um, uh, you picked Sam Bowie when Charles Barkley was still on the board. That's fine. <laughs> I'm playing for the uh, I like this take because I feel like uh, I'm higher on Civil War than most people. I feel like people have issues with Civil War, but I really like it. I know. I'm I'm huge I on it just because I, I I mean, it's to me, it's kind of the first movie where they're actually kind of superheroes and it's not just them fighting the vague idea of a bad guy. It's them fighting themselves and like that airport fight scene. So good. It's Great. one of the best fight scenes. Also an elite trailer. I will say the thing that I hate about Civil War is that they call it Captain America Civil War. Yeah, it, it's it's truly more of an yeah. Avengers film. It should oh, just an, Avengers, be an Avengers movie. Avengers yeah, Civil yeah. War. Um, also, Spider-Man literally steals the show at the airport. Oh my God, I just love it so much, man. If I they if they twisted it around and gave Age of Ultron as like an Iron Man movie and then yeah. made Civil War into an Avengers movie, like I think that's it would have makes more sense because really it's only a Captain America movie because it it heavily focuses on Bucky Barnes and Winter Soldier and figuring out that he happened to have killed Dex you um, messed it up I didn't pick Civil War uh, yeah. Winter Soldier dude wow this live tweet is already can't even live tweet what are we doing Uh, you you gotta take one more right Jake yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do the turn. Uh, again, I'm shooting from the hip. I'm taking Ragnarok. It is a movie. Ah, I, it man. is a movie. Fucking I love Ragnarok. It is a movie I watch all the time. It's not really a Marvel movie. It's not really a Thor movie. It's just a buddy movie. <laughs> yeah. Like I think, I mean, the ending is actually heavy, and like the fact that 
Hela comes and just fucking murders everybody in Asgard for fun. Just that a flick of risk is dark as hell. But everything that takes place on Nowhere, the fact that they just put Jeff Goldblum in there, just being himself, he's not actually playing anything. It's just Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) I banish you from life. (laughs) The fact that the ship that gets out is like his sex ship. Oh my, it's so good. That's easily the most rewatchable Marvel movie. It's the one I've seen the most times. I've probably seen it 20 times. It's it's so good. It's it's just perfect. I love it. it. It's also the like the movie that again, if you had to do like a three minute stretch where somebody doesn't know anything about Marvel and you want to get them into it, you would show them Ragnarok. Be like, yes, they're superheroes, and yes, Thor and Hulk fight. So you get a little bit of that, but you also get like all of the comedy and all the stuff that made the MCU from Disney's point of view, like really good. <sighs> Man, I thought I was going to get it. Um, let's see. Thor Ragnarok has some of the best jokes. I think it's one of the best comedies in the last, last 10 years. Probably it's right up there with like 21 jump street. Oh yeah. It's a riot. It's so good. I still maintain. I said this last podcast, one of the funniest bits of all time is having the Hulk jump out of the airplane and then just kill himself on the rainbow bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's so funny, man. Um, <laughs> th- that, and it gives with Ragnarok, it gives like Taika because it was so ex- uh, successful. It gives Taika a license to win a fucking Oscar. Like mm-hmm. he, c- because he had such great backing from Disney and he made such a good movie. He can now go and create whatever he wants. So we get Jojo rabbit because of Ragnarok. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with, and I know there's a lot still left on the board, but I love this movie so much when it came out. It was such a good follow-up to, it, it better than it ever should have been. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, no, yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Love it. Is, sure. I love that movie. Jay, the, the way that they present uh, Mysterio in that movie is some of the best, one of the best villains that they've done in um, a Marvel movie for me. And also way better than, I mean, I like uh, Vulture, but it's just, it's scary. Like it makes Spider-Man very vulnerable again. And I, Mm -hmm. I just, I just think it's so, so, so well done. And it is way better than it had any right to be following Endgame. Well, that and like, you're right. It makes him more vulnerable because it it, like, we still have to deal with the fact that he was snapped. He fought in the greatest battle on earth's history, but he still has to fucking graduate high school. He's dealing with the, (laughs) (laughs) we still had to go back to the fact that he's just a 16 year old asshole and has to like deal with that. He's dealing with, um, I mean, he's dealing with the death of his mentor or a father figure. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I just, I think that movie, I think that movie's incredible. Um, and also being unsnapped. Also being yeah. unsnapped, yeah. Yeah. Love that movie. Plus, Marissa Tomei, you have my heart. You have uh, her? Uh, you are, so you are hot Aunt May. Queen. Hot Aunt May. Absolute queen. Well, that makes my decision uh, kind of easy. Uh, nothing but good movies left so far. Uh, I'm gonna go Black Panther. Uh, Absolutely. I just think it's 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 the the it's the film in the MCU that has the most emotional levity levity for me. Uh, it's brilliantly directed. It looks great. It made a shit ton, ton of money. It's a legitimately fun watch. 
And obviously now with Chadwick Boseman being gone, it has even that much more like levity. And the Sterling K. Brown performance is just, oh my, I just love it so much. Uh, Michael Michael B. Jordan is great. It's just a great film. It's easily rewatchable. Rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. He's a legend. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Such a disservice to killing off Michael B. Jordan in that movie. Wasted a great villain. <laughs> Wasted yeah, I would have loved villain. to see him pop back up again, man. I, lo- I, I, I really loved his performance. And I feel like some people didn't like his performance, but I was really into it. Dex, you got two picks. Get that second and third. He's definitely going to steal my next one. I honestly have no idea what I'm about to do here, TBH. Um, oh, actually, okay, so with... My first one, I'll go ahead and take Guardians of the Galaxy. Absolutely. Yeah, Damn it. That movie. <laughs> that movie is so much better than it had any right to be. Pretty yep. much nobody had heard of Guardians of the Galaxy or really knew anything about them except mm-hmm. like the ultra nerds. And then we all watched that movie and we were like, holy shit, the soundtrack bangs. All these colors are amazing. Like these new alien worlds and shit are dope. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of came out of nowhere and was like this huge sleeper hit. And that was when it was like, okay, yeah, the MCU can do literally anything that they want to. What a risk by Kevin Feige and them taking just a fringe thing that wasn't even a big comic book run either. People, you know, people didn't even, I think people were like, what are you doing when those movies started coming out? And it can't be said, I know a lot of people have thoughts about Chris Pratt and everything, but just a star making performance by that guy. He yep. was. I I liked him in those movies, man. I mean, it's one of those things. It's one of the only. It. It's one of the only Marvel movies, and I wasn't. I've never been a huge comic book person, except for Spider Man. I was really big with Spider Man as a kid, but it's one of the only MCU movies where you, you walk in, and I quite literally had no expectations. I didn't know anything about who Guardians of the Galaxy were. I didn't know the premise. I didn't know the genre even. I didn't know if it was going to be funny. I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's going to be a little bit funny. But like, I had no expectations at all, and I just had so much fun it's such a fun rewatch it's a great movie they really crushed that that and like it's the because i mean before that it's iron man 3 avengers captain america Thor. i mean like it's all superhero movies it's your standard i mean even in the mcu it's like it's your your standard your good guy is strong your bad guy is stronger your good guy has a hero arc and can now punch the bad guy a little bit harder and win and then all accounts like guardians aren't actually superheroes they're just space pirates so we took the superhero element out of it i mean that's truly what they are like we took the superhero element out of it and it's still a fucking superhero movie with a banging soundtrack one thing that i do want them to do sorry dex we'll like let you do your next pick but one thing that i do want them to do is they have a like old man logan which they did for logan uh and wolverine they have an old man peter quill marvel run oh that's I really want to see, but I don't think they'll. That would be weird. I don't think they'll ever do it, but that would be awesome. I don't know if Star Lord is curmudgeon enough. Apparently, some bad stuff happens to him that makes him get that way. So, anyway, I just I would like to see that. Uh, Worse than the fact that he killed his father, who's also a planet. Hey, but he did it to. uh, What do you call it? Uh, And if you don't love me now. <laughs> uh, the chain. Yeah, the chain by Fleetwood Mac. Sorry. 
Those yeah, are great. Those movies have such great soundtracks. Those shits are amazing. so great. Bangers. I can steal the. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Dex. All right, Dex. What are we doing? So yeah, my next pick is going to be the OG, the first Iron Man movie. Mm. Uh, oh, just because that that movie, like, it's the best movie of Phase One to me. Like, because mm-hmm. the Phase One movies, going back and watching them, they're not that good, especially like knowing what comes later. But the first Iron Man movie still holds up. It still bangs. Like, I. I don't know. I just love that movie. The final fight scene with uh, what's his name in a big robot suit is like not Jeff that good, Bridges. But... Heal up, buddy. Yeah. Do not die on me, Jeff Bridges. Do not die on what's... me. Amen. Obadiah Stane or yeah, whatever his name is Stane. in the movie. Like, Tony yeah. Stark! <laughs> but... <laughs> Aside from the final fight scene, like the movie is really good. And then obviously like it sets the whole yeah, that final fight emotion, scene is so, so bad, but I really, I, I really love the movie too. But the final fight scene is the the way they're talking so much through it. They have not, they had not nailed like how to fight, but also how to put in the dialogue because it's just bad. Yeah, but no, great movie. <laughs> the fact yeah. that I, I love the final fight scene. The is fact that I love that is, pick. The fact that Rhodey is Terrence Howard, never to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was an upgrade. They huge they really fumble. won there. They really oh, no, won no, no, no. there. Yeah, what yeah, a that's... huge fumble in the bag by Terrence Howard, man. Just man. couldn't have done it worse. Come on. He even teased it too at the end of the movie. He looks at the suit and he's like, "Not right now. Not this time." He's <laughs> like, "Never got to put on that suit." <laughs> he hey he, he went and on Edward have... Norton fumbled the bag. Hey, he went on to have a successful career of making up his own math. <laughs> God. <laughs> Folks at home, Google Terry math. It's hilarious. Terry math. All right. Terrence Howard made his own math. It's it's good. Teach. So so I love this because I think that we and across our picks have gotten my ten favorite MCU movies. Because with the tenth pick, I'm taking Spider Man Homecoming. Sure. Uh, like I said before, Spider Man Spider Man was my favorite superhero growing up, uh, and I was really nervous because I didn't love the Garfield Spider Man. I had fond memories about the uh, the Toby Spider-Man, but I was just like, the MCU is cool. I'm loving it. But if they don't nail Spider-Man, I'm mean, going to really diminish where I'm at with the uh, MCU because <laughs> Spider-Man is my GOAT. And to get Holland, and he's so charming in the performance, and to get happy in Aunt May, and to make it not an origin story, we don't have to see Uncle Ben die again, and we can just kind of have a good time Thank and kick back. God. <laughs> I've seen Uncle Ben die enough times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could just get, get back and enjoy ourselves. The friend group is cool. The dynamic between all the kids is cool. The love interest storyline is cool. It's just a great movie. It's an extreme amount of fun. And that's when I was just like, oh, I'm in. Whatever they make, I'll, I'll watch. Because they've nailed Spider-Man. Count me in for everything. And I, I just love that movie. So that's my pick. It's, it's been said a million times, too. He just feels like a kid, too. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, feel, he feels like an actual. They they feel like actual teenagers, whereas like like thirty eight year old Toby Maguire out there like going to high school. <laughs> <laughs> like James Franco had a bald spot. And you're just like, what? Are you? The funniest he's thing is this- going back in that and watching Joe Manganiello be Flash. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, what? We we do have to talk about the fact that. Toby Maguire actually caught all that shit on his tray. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. In the in the the first movie when he catches Mary Jane and then he catches all the shit on the train, they actually it's like the thirty eighth take, but he actually caught all that stuff. Like none none of that is CGI or anything. Like that wow. Actually, there's a lot of practical effects in those Rami. That actually improves my opinion of. It's the a movie. good movie. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely good. Effects it is that. a dated movie. I like Tobey Maguire, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Going back, it doesn't look great on rewatch. But it, I, I enjoyed them. I even enjoyed Spider Man Three. I even enjoyed the emo Spider Man doing the little walk down. The I hate that movie. That. That's one of the first movies that I ever have known. <laughs> I hated. I despise uh, that movie. That movie sucks. <laughs> I didn't uh, hate it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I don't know what it just I remember being so disappointed. The Paying worst part of those movies is that. I will never believe on any realm of any plane of existence that Tommy McGuire and James Franco would ever be friends. Nor would I ever believe that Willem Dafoe's spawn is James Franco. Yeah. <laughs> like none of that matches up on, on any level. That movie still memes incredible to the first the first original Spider-Man. I'm somewhat oh, of a scientist yeah. myself. J.K. Simmons says Jane Jonah Jameson. Oh, who they brought back? Thank God. <laughs> it was perfect. The weird teacher angry whispering everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that could make you the MCU Spider-Man films. The only thing see that what could we make. The, <laughs> Sorry. The only thing that could make the MCU Spider-Man movies better is if Stephen A. Smith was uh, was Jameson, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I would love that. I, would I don't want to do that impression. Yeah. I would fucking love that. I have, that. That would make my whole life. That and his very first fight is against Randy Savage. What a bold <laughs> casting choice. What a coming off a that freak s- show. I forgot about <laughs> that. Nowhere. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Got you for five minutes. That's five coming- minutes of playtime. <laughs> coming off that slim gym money. <laughs> Just making gay jokes at Randy Savage. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, All right, what do I what do I go with here, guys? What do I go with here? As we're getting towards some of the, where 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 it's getting hairy. Yeah, ooh. there's still some good movies left, but there's yeah. no great movies left. You know. All right, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the first Avengers. Sure. Sure. It it really brought together all those things like we we're talking about that kind of did with this movie, but like having that actually pay off and be good. Now it's a lot more campy if you go back and watch oh. it than than yeah. these movies are, uh, you know. And they have the original suits and everything else, and you know, Captain America has the the wings on his head and everything else, and it. it but it's great looking. But Josh Whedon did an incredible job with that movie. Uh, only to really suck in Ultra. I don't like Ultra. Man, uh, Ultra don't even get me started on how. And then you remember it being. It does. No, it's it's like, it is it, not. It does stand up a little bit. Andy Circus is amazing in it. Um, but yeah, it, it, compared to everything else, it it doesn't. It's not the best. But Ultron's okay. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think I think them bringing that all together and actually making it work and laying the foundation for because if the first Avengers doesn't work, no, that's like everybody's it's like, Fuck, you know, like everything. So, but you know, them the culmination of bringing all that Phase One stuff together. Uh, yeah, that's my pick, the Avengers. Man, plus that movie like dealt with a lot of shit because we were still in like the Shield world, so we had to deal with like the hovercrafts. 
and it, we basically get Hawkeye for the first time being possessed for no reason. Thor ver- we did we did have Thor versus Hulk, which was cool. Mm-hmm. The shot yep. of the portal opening and Iron Man flying up through that and like hitting all of them with their rockets and stuff is an all-time shot in any of these movies. So. Dude, an all-time shot from that movie is Loki catching the arrow. Yeah. And not even like looking at it like, oh, it's like, oh, you're kind of a badass. And then just getting smashed up. All uh, right, Jake, final two picks for you. Uh, again, I'm playing from the heart. I I know this pick. It's not everybody's favorite movie, and I'm okay with that. Um, but I love it because I love this character. And I thought it was a fantastic casting. I'm taking Doctor Strange. I really enjoyed that movie. I love it. I really people were like disoriented and stuff in the theater. I was blown away by the kaleidoscope and stuff of that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, really I mean it's it's basically Inception, but with Benedict Cumberbatch. Like when they bend the world and everything, that's it's so cool. Um I Doctor Strange, I think, is my personal just favorite MCU character. And I think Benedict Cumberbatch is like the perfect casting for that because he is egotistical enough to doubt, you know, metaphysical science or whatever. And then to like just be so smart that he becomes the master of it in like a week. Sam Raimi doing uh, the multiverse of madness, which is going to be like a horror movie for Doctor Strange. I'm mm-hmm. so here for I that. I cannot wait. Hype. Um, also super dark that in the very beginning when he's racing the Lambo or whatever it is that he gets a call that he's like, Hey, uh, we have a captain that has um, a broken spine. Will you fix it? He's like, no. And of course it's roadie. Like, fuck you. Strange. You could say, yep. yeah, yep. I never noticed that. Yeah. When he's, when he's racing before he gets in the car crash and fucks up his hands and whatever he's, I don't know if he's talking to an assistant or is like, or somebody, but he's like, give me interesting cases and he's like, well, we have this one where it's a paraplegic or shot, his spine is shattered in a billion places. And he's like, no, that's not cool enough. And it's roadie because it's coming right after the Civil War fight scene. Interesting. Um, so uh, he's he has to have Lieutenant Dan magic legs because you're a dick. Better to come about magic legs. Uh, <laughs> that and Rachel McAdams is bad in 100 in that movie. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um. Oh, and then my final pick. I have it. It's a poster on my wall. I think it's fantastic, and I'm very excited to see what they do with her. I'm taking Captain Marvel. Nice. Talked about her at length. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Really too. love the the trick of the aliens switching into other people and the shape shifting. It just makes for a, a pretty cool concept, and it just made the movie that much cooler. Uh, the movie's funny. Nick Cage is great. It's just a good movie. I love the that it brought back the nostalgia for Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it, it it brought back the nostalgia of how shitty payphones were. Exactly. Ben Mendelsohn actually that you can get you can get a movie as good as Captain Marvel at pick thirteen in the MCU rundown. Like that's mm-hmm. yeah, that, insane that's insane. That is insane. Uh I just picked up Travis Kelsey at the 14th. It's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, we, we talked about her at length, but I, I just, I fucking love that movie. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, for my final pick, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, it compared to the first one, it like loses a little bit of its luster and they go way too hard on with the, like the Drax jokes and things like that. And they kind of did with uh, Infinity War. But again, it's bright, it's colorful, it's fun. You get a dad versus son fight. You get, uh, why am I forgetting his name all of a sudden? Or Russell? Kurt Russell, thank you. How did I've been around for a millennia? But <laughs> also one in the morning. Yeah, you get you get a Kurt Russell, you get a Kurt Russell being a god and like planting his seed and unsuspected, like basically Zeus, the entire movie. So that's mm-hmm. that was fun. And uh, yeah, I, I really like that movie. Baby Group too. That movie turns dark quick once you figure out what Kurt Russell's really doing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> said that was fun, but it is sort of like Ugh. I'm just going around randomly impregnating, and then they actually give you the slideshow of like the random aliens right. that impregnating. Like and once you, like a amorphous blob, and you're like, I don't, I don't even understand how this worked for you. Give you the give you the PowerPoint presentation of him <laughs> bussing down his mom. <laughs> like, imagine if your dad sat you down one day and was like, "Son, these are all the women I slept with." No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. My pick? Yeah, final pick. I'm taking I'm my last pick. By the way, I want to note that every film in Phase 3 has been taken except for Ant-Man 2. Um, I'm going with Ant-Man, the first Ant-Man. Absolutely. I uh, had, no again, not a lot of expectations. I didn't know a lot about Ant-Man, but Paul Rudd is just fun to hang around, uh, and it's just fun to be around Paul Rudd for two hours. And it's a perfectly fine film. And Ant-Man kind of always has a role in the larger Avengers movies after we've met him. And I just enjoy the movie. It's fun. It's quirky enough. Uh, the stakes are small enough, but it's, it's, it's an enjoyable watch. And to be able to get a movie that I enjoyed as much as Ant-Man this late in the draft just kind of speaks to the quality of what the MCU is really doing. So I'm going to take Ant-Man. Some great, yeah. some great tiny jokes with that where they're fighting. Like the, you talk about literal like small scale where they're fighting on the train tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff. That that's great. The big ass Thomas Tank Engine, but it once again goes to prove every movie, every single movie, name it, it can be approved with Michael Pena. Every movie can be approved with Michael Pena. Michael Pena does a great job. Name me a movie that doesn't have Michael Pena, and that movie is not good until you add Michael Pena in The Godfather. Michael <laughs> Pena, get him in there. It's better. Oh man! All right. Do you renounce Satan? <laughs> <laughs> Dex, take us home. Ooh. You got like three choices. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the one that's gonna make Royden the most mad and take Captain America the first adventure. Fuck that movie, man. That movie sucks. That movie it does suck. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> no, it's not. It is so. Why do you I, like this movie? It is so. Boring. I don't understand why y'all don't like it. I, it is I incredibly love boring. Half the movie nah, is I Captain have, America have trying to get time. war bonds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and truly, I mean, it is. half of this movie is I'm trying to get pin particles. Like, same thing. No. It At is. least if you picked <laughs> Iron Man two. There's a fight scene on a Formula One track. That's okay. Yeah. Iron Man 2 was my other choice here. I actually yeah. love Iron, Iron Man 2 also. Iron and Man Sam Rockwell. Boring. It gets um, some hate, but I kind of like And Sam Rockwell is uh, incredible in Iron Man 2. He mm-hmm. kills it. 
Dude, it's because he book. has this he has the same level of I'm a rich dick charisma that Robert Downey Jr. has. No other exactly. actor has so that. He's no able other to match actor that. <laughs> God, Captain America, the first Avenger. But I actually love both of those movies. Boring. Oh, it so is boring. It is that World War II movie that your father watches every weekend. And you're like, I don't. I've seen this. I hate this so much. Just but it it's not even a World Christmas. War II movie. See, y'all say this, but then people act like Wonder Woman is the best movie ever when it's the same fucking movie. It's hey, a better when movie. Y'all do, when y'all do Wonder Woman, y'all can bring me back because I don't want to come off as a misogynist, but I did not. <laughs> I, I, I fell asleep on Wonder Woman before I finished it. I fell asleep on it at least three times. Audience. See, that's fair to me, though. If you're going to say that Captain America is boring and Wonder Woman is boring, I find that's them consistent. Both They're boring. the same fucking movie. I had to watch Captain Marvel ten times and watch Wonder Woman one more time. Both Audience. suffer from terrible villains. It's true. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I watched, Wonder Woman has one of the worst villains I've ever seen. So the Wonder Woman final fight is over worse than film. the Iron Man final fight. Professor People were going bananas over that yeah, film, but I literally was fell asleep in a movie theater watching Wonder Woman. I was like, this is incredibly boring. Oh, uh, right. Iron Man 3, also one of the biggest bait and switches of all time with the... Uh, Mandarin or I whatever. Like that too. The only uh, MCU movies I don't like are Thor: The Dark World and The Incredible Hulk. The other ones I all at least like. Oh, I hate those. Just, I hate every Thor. I hate Thor one and two. It is just an incredibly bold move to cast Ben Kingsley as a pothead. <laughs> <laughs> it is just it's it's such a bold and they're they are neck deep at this point in time. Like they they have the blank check from Disney to make whatever they want. They're like. Yeah, Ben Kingsley. He's gonna play as a terrorist, but also he's just a British guy that really wants to get laid and smoke weed. Do with that what you want. Name uh, Trevor. Yeah. Anyway, audience, you heard it. Booster numbers. We only bring Tej on the eight thousand episodes. So the faster we get to four thousand, the faster we get to Wonder Woman. The faster Woo! we get to Wonder oh. Woman. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you can find our humble guest at Less Humble Tej. Uh, yeah. Any any other socials you want to push, Teed? No, that's okay. And uh, I only tweet about half my tweets, and I was hacked for any of the ones that come off offensive <laughs> or too far. So I'm sorry for that in advance. Uh, shout out to Chester the Cheetah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, you can find us at the One Take Pod. Uh, that is the number one Take Pod on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, not on Facebook. You can find us on. Uh, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Download, rate, subscribe, please. Thank you. Uh, we've gotten a couple of uh, subscribers and downloads, uh, a couple of ratings, but we need more ratings. I know you can do it. I know more of you are listening to this than have rated our podcast. Please. <laughs> please help. Please, sir. May I have a rating? <laughs> Just one rating. One rating. All right. So yeah, you can find us at all those places. Please. Thank you. Do that. And thank you for listening. 3000 downloads. I didn't think that we would ever, uh, do 3000 downloads, even though it's not that much technically, but like, it's really cool that thank y'all for listening. Thank you for interacting with us on Twitter. Uh, this was a lot of fun out on bail five. It's me and you right now. You and me are talking. How dare you say civil war was a reach. It's a good movie.
Somebody, somebody did say the the, the reach was, uh, was civil was yeah. a huge reach as yeah. a fourth. So once again, I'm somebody talking to you. Somebody said that I I took I took uh, in game first, and they were like, "This is the Mitch Trubisky of this draft." And I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?" Um, somebody did also say your Captain Marvel uh, pick in like the 13th pick was a was a reach. <laughs> how was that? How is that? A, how, how is that a reach at 13? That movie is perfectly fine. I really That's I enjoyed it. De- Dex, somebody said you I picked Anthony Bennett with your first pick. There's a there's a wow. there's a there's a small but very loud group of people that absolutely hate Endgame, and I understand that it has its flaws. But come on, if you go into watch Endgame and didn't have any Fred. fun, there's something wrong with you. Exactly, that shit is incredibly fun. All right. So you can find us at all those uh, podcast platforms as well as on Twitter. Please, thank you for interacting with us. Go follow us on Instagram. We're posting more and more stuff to there as well. All right, Teach. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate you as thank always. Thank you for having me. All right, Dex. What are we doing? Hashtag support for him. Hashtag fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> all right. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>